It's Thursday at 10 a.m. and you're listening to the Eagles Nest on Weagle 91.1 FM, talking all things sports with a special focus on our Auburn Tigers here on the Plains. If you want to be a part of today's action, feel free to tweet at us at Daniel J. Locke or the Griggs B. Let's get into the action. Good morning and welcome into the Eagles Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM, coming to you live from the Harold Mel- or the Bradley Basin Studio and the Harold Melton Student Center from the campus of Auburn University. Happy opening day to all who celebrate. Griggs, good morning. Good morning and happy 86th Masters Day as the tournament, best golf tournament in the world, is about to get started over in Augusta, Georgia. Tigers teeing off in nine minutes. So that's going to be exciting to watch. But yeah, happy opening day to you, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you. Very excited to be here this morning talking baseball, talking golf, and some other minor sports that no one cares about. I'm pretty sure basketball, people care about basketball still and hockey. It's over. It doesn't. Well, let's just go ahead and get into it. The final four recap real quick. So Saturday night, no one really paid attention to it, but Kansas ended up beating Villanova. Kansas really was in the driver's seat for most of that second half, if I remember correctly. Didn't really pay attention to it much just because the game afterwards was basically like my mom said, who was a Chapel Hill grad, it felt like that was their national title game, which was Duke-Chapel Hill, and the Tar Heels ended up being Duke, ending Coach K's career. And, yes, that was quite the scene on Saturday night. It was a great day to be someone who likes North Carolina more than Duke. My hatred for Duke is more more than my love for Chapel Hill. So that kind of helped me with that. But, yeah, it was a great Final Four. And then uh, – Monday night, Kansas beats Chapel Hill 72-69 to in the final uh, game where Carolina was in the driver's seat for most of that first half, but they ended up – Kansas ended up turning on the second half just because of the fact that Carolina doesn't really use their bench at all. No. They like, have, they used, their sixth man played like t- 10 more minutes than he usually did, and he was throwing up on the court. Right. I, I saw that, and that's just what you get. You've got to have depth in today's game. You've got to have fresh legs, and – that's ultimately what cost North Carolina a national championship. Like, yeah, they've been doing that all year, and it's worked. It got them to the, nas- the national championship game, but it's just really hard, man. Like, you- you've got, and especially once, like, Manic wasn't 100% the whole game. Very early on, once he got banged up, he, w- he was not what he normally is. And then once Baycott went down, I was like, yeah, that's a- that's it. Yeah, he didn't really – Baycott uh, – Manning really didn't do much in the second half, from what I remember. He had a couple shots to end the first half with, but it was very interesting to see, like, kind of just how Carolina did, like, their stuff, just because how, like, they started off the year – people were talking about this. I was I said this on the last week's show. Carolina had lost a pit at home by nine in February in the Dean Dome. That's That does not happen. And then they went on a run where they, the last two losses were Virginia Tech in the semifinals of the AC tournament. And then you had Kansas in the final game. Right. And it's very, it's really interesting how North Carolina was able to make that run. That's got to be one of the best turnarounds in March Madness, and just the NCAA basketball history. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going from a really, really, really a bubble team all the way to the national championship game. I would be willing to bet that a lot of people did not have the Tar Heels in the Final Four. True, yeah. My mom did, though. That was kind of funny, but still. Yeah, but um, it was really – like, see, Hubert Davis was, like, on the hot seat mm-hmm. really early on. People, I was thinking he was – at 
before the tournament started, I was like, okay, they're going to give – this is before they beat Duke at Cameron. I was like, they're going to give Hubert – They're gonna give Hubert like another like um three like another six months after the next in the next year. See how he can recruit, get his first class in, and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I think it was really great. He's gonna get a probably good decent extension now. But it was kind of you see the thing it was the Roy Williams game where yeah. both head coaches Roy Williams was the first the coach before them. Yeah, that was really cool. But it was a good season for Chapel Hill. Congratulations to Kansas, even though we really didn't talk about them much. Um, my Bill Self is overrated. Take. A little bit hurt by that now, but it's good. It's okay. We move on, and we'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with Kansas. Yeah, I'm interested to see what kind of – I feel like Hubert Davis is going to get a raise and an extension already just after one yeah, year. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Same. And he definitely deserves it. I'm sure he had some incentives in his contract that included getting to the Final Four, getting to the National Championship game. So I'm sure he will get a payout. And I love it. I love North Carolina basketball. Definitely a lot more than Duke, um, a school that I dreamed of going to. <laughs> so I like to see them succeed. Yeah, one more thing on the Final Four. Did you see the video of Coach uh, Bill, Bill Self giving the hat to that kid who was on the 2020 team? Yes. Yeah, his name is Devon Dotson. He played at hi- uh, high school uh, very close to me where he was like um, – he played at high school 10 minutes from my house. Uh, I remember watching the day he got named McDonald's All-American at my, one of my friend's games at a high school nearby. Man drops the quietest 38-point game I've ever seen in my entire life. And really? I went to, Yeah, I went to high school with his sister, too, for a couple for a year or two. But, yeah, he's a great kid. I'm glad that happened for him. Always was super nice to the people in Charlotte he was close with. But, yeah, I kind of got messed up with 2020 and stuff. But, yeah, it was a good March Madness season, good college basketball season. I'm excited to see what happens next year. I am too. Who is your way too early 2023 national champion? Arkansas. 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 They what they're bringing in and the pieces they're keeping even though they're losing Note and Williams. Mm-hmm. I think they got a really good shot. I definitely unfortunately I think they're going it's going to be us and Auburn and versus um Arkansas for the SEC next year, but I just think Arkansas's got too much firepower right now. Yeah, they look really good this early. So, with that being said, it was a great basketball season, but we have beat basketball to death on this show. However, we've still got the other part of basketball to talk about, the National Basketball Association. Let's get right into it. Let's run through these standings real quick. In the Eastern Conference, all has been decided now except, the, I believe, the positioning for the playoffs. Uh, the Heat are in first place. Uh, the Celtics are in second place back two games. Tied for uh, third are the Bucks and the 76ers. They are both a half game back of the Celtics, two games, two and a half back of the Heat. Uh, Toronto Raptors are in the fifth seed. Bulls are the sixth seed. And then uh, playing teams are the Cleveland Cavaliers in seven, Nets in eighth, Hawks in ninth, and the Hornets in 10th. So it, it looks to be about said and done. In mm-hmm. the East, it looks like everyone has... I'd say so. How many games are left? There's two, three. Uh, the Celtics have two. I believe um, the Hornets have three. Two, yeah. Maybe we hopefully we can pass Atlanta. Two, three. Hopefully we can pass Atlanta and get that home game. Hey, maybe not. I might go to that playing game if they play the Hornets. I'm really hoping the Hawks end up... like. I'm hoping everything stays as it is, but the Hawks earn seven seeds. That way I can go see the Celtics play. If the Hawks, if the Hawks have the home game versus the Hornets, I might go see that. 
Yeah. I hope the tickets aren't expensive. I don't imagine they'd be too, too expensive, but no. yeah, I've been to I a bet Haw- they'd be less expensive than what we paid to go see the Grizzlies in Charlotte. Probably. The Hawks, The Hawks. when I went in there, the arena was was quieter than you'd think. Yeah, it's pretty not, good. Not the Atlanta sports, besides the Braves, have never really been known for their atmosphere. Right. And, I mean, honestly, there have been a lot of years. Well, when the Braves are good, people show up. If you're good, Atlanta will support you. But if you're bad, they're nowhere. I don't to be remember found. the Falcons getting people to show up. No, too. I promise you. I'm they a they showed fan. up when they made the. Um, I'm a Saints fan. I go to Atlanta every year for a game. It, when the Falcons are good, it's packed. I promise. Okay, but yeah, the Hawks. We hope be interesting. If I hope we can get the home game just so it'd be better suited for us. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, moving on. Western Conference still the runaway number one seed are the Phoenix Suns. They've already clinched that. Second place are the Memphis Grizzlies. Tri- uh, going down quickly, we have the Golden State Warriors, who are the three seed, followed by the Mavericks, who are the fourth. Jazz are the fifth. And right now we have a battle for the sixth and seventh seed. So whichever team wins this battle will not have to play in the play-in tournament. It would be the Denver Nuggets right now with a two-game lead over the Minnesota Timberwolves in seventh. Clippers in eighth. Pelicans ninth. Spurs ten. And LeBron James and the Lakers are not in this year's playoffs. Which is funny. And it's definitely something that's going to take a lot of getting used to. So I'm interested to kind of see what this means for the future of the Lakers. See what they do with this roster. I bet they're going to blow it up. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know what I don't know how what Russell's contract looks like. That's probably the one people are going to be looking at the most. I guarantee you they're going to try to make some effort to get Damian Lillard like they have the past one, two seasons. So it'll be interesting to see that, but I think LeBron will stay there in L.A. It's just a matter of who's going to be with him. Yeah. Um, that's – yeah. Do you think LeBron's going to retire a Laker? I don't think so. No, I, he's already said that he'll go wherever Bronny is. Yeah. Um I'm interested to see where that'll be. Bronny's still got a couple years of high school left, so he has offers from all the blue bloods except for UCLA. So wonder, I'm interested. Wonder why he has that. <laughs> I don't know. Because wherever that means LeBron will go there, they'll get exposure, all that stuff, and then they'll right. get a guaranteed top lottery pick just because the fact LeBron said he'll go to whatever team he's on. Yep. But yeah, let's look at league readers real quick before we go to break. Let's do it. Um, right so far right now, Joel Embiid is the now leading point scorer per game, averaging 30.4 a game, uh, beating out LeBron right now of 30.3, and Giannis is in third at 29.9. Rudy Gobert leading the rebounding battle at 14.7 rebounds. Chris Paul is at leading the league in assists once again. He's averaging 10.7 a game. Blocks, Jaron Jackson of the Memphis Grizzlies, averaging 2.3 a game. Three-pointers made, it's still Steph Curry, averaging 4.5 made a game, even though he's been out for a while. And leading the league in steals, DeJounte Murray with two steals a game. So it's going to be interesting. That's really good. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting to see a lot of these players who are leading the um, Steph Curry. That's the story, I think. It's going to be interesting going into the playoffs. How will... Golden State look with Steph Curry back. If he gets back healthy in time, I think they can make a run. I still my holding fast to my sons are going to win the NBA. T- 
take. I still think the East are up to grabs. I'm not really ready to say. Kind of just give a definite who's going to win that. But, yeah, that's what I'm thinking right now. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm looking forward to these NBA playoffs. We're going to go to our PSA break a little early, so that way we have time to talk about the National Hockey League and the best golf tournament ever created by man. And you are listening to the Eagle's Nest on Weagle 91.1 FM. Daniel Locke and Griggs Blankenberg with you. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Eagle's Nest. You're hanging out with Griggs and Daniel. And now joining us here on the Eagle's Nest, recurring guests of the show, we have Tyler Graydon and Harrison Tarr. Gentlemen, welcome. Good morning. How are y'all doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Good morning and happy opening day to all who celebrate. Yeah, Daniel Harrison said that joke earlier, and then Daniel used it to open our show. So, got to give credit where credit is due to that one. I mean, that's no, that's 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 not copyrighted. It's okay. (laughs) Also, my headphones aren't working, so I'm just kind of just free. Yeah, those headphones free falling. Yeah, we switched those in the main one a while back. But (laughs) let's just go ahead and get right into it before we start our MLB stuff. Let's just talk about it. The Masters is this week. Tiger just teed off. We watched it a couple couple minutes ago. But the storyline here is Tiger Woods playing in his first professional tournament since he got into the car crash. I believe that was back early 2021, if that's correct. I think early yes. 2021. Yes. This is that. So I think the question right now for y'all is, do y'all think Tiger will make the cut this weekend at Augusta? I like to think so. Uh, I know that there's a lot of speculation, uh, and he's going to let a lot of people down if he doesn't. Uh, people shouldn't be let down. If if he doesn't, but I would not be. Things would surprise me less than if Tiger makes it. It's, it's playing on Saturday. Yeah, I agree. I think. I mean, it's Tiger. He 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 always surprises us. He can. He has the ability to. He definitely can make the cut. And I think it'd be very cool if he did. But it also wouldn't really surprise me if he didn't, just because he is coming off of that injury, and it is his first time playing since, for like a long time, really. And we know he's a comeback player. He's done it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's, he's been there. Twenty nineteen was crazy. I still yeah. electric. You yeah. mean? Uh, yes. I was watching on a bus on the way to a Myrtle Beach uh, baseball spring break tournament. <laughs> it was crazy. All these like grown dudes just cheering on Tiger Woods in a bus with like spotty cell service. It was great. My entire freshman dorm got together. Like we we texted in the group me guys like Tiger's about to win the Masters. Everyone come down to the main room and there were like twenty of us just guys in our pajamas just screaming at away Tiger. It was electric. Sunday mornings are, you know, slow moving. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, let's look at it real quick. Here are the noble betting favorites right now to win the Masters. We'll read off the couple of top five. Uh, leading the way is John Rahm, plus 1,000. Number, world's number one golfer. Pretty sure. Pretty simple, I think. Uh, Justin Thomas at 1,400. Uh, Dustin Johnson at 1,500. We were just talking about a second ago. Cameron Smith, 1,600. And, oh, and then uh, at the fifth one is Scotty Scheffler at 1600 as well. I love how Rory is sitting there at six, and all Rory McIlroy does t- to me in the Masters is give me false hope on Saturday just to be crushed on Sunday. I remember I saw his fir- uh, first win at Charlotte. It was crazy. Like, no one really knew who this kid was, and then all of a sudden he just got all his like attention right off the bat. Rory, he's fun to cheer for. Rory, yeah, Rory is, but he's a great Saturday player, but you said it right. He's not the best on Sunday. It, it's wild. It, he can't it, finish. And the conditions can he be the exact finish. same. The and, pin could be the same. And this spot. is the one where he has he's not you know, to complete the, uh, what, what is it called? The tr- um, Grand Slam. The Grand Slam. He's got to win the Masters still. Because I remember he's won the PG, I think, once or twice. He's won the British. He's won the U.S. Open. Well, I'm going to channel my inner gymnasts here. 
and Tiger Woods about to stroke on the green. Hey, hole yeah. one at Augusta. He makes contact. And it goes in. Tiger records a par on his first hole. First hole back. A little too much energy for Yeah, Nance. a little too much for Jim Nance. Hello, right? friends. Sorry. Welcome You're back right. to Augusta National. You're right. Yeah, a little what, bit what, more. What, what, what I, I screwed up. Hello, I think, hello, I think Tiger would take that after that first drive. I, he didn't look too happy when he teed it off. So I think he'll take a par after that drive he had. Yeah, it was like Jim Nance is more of like the, and this is the uh, 86th Masters from Augusta, Georgia. You need that to be. You need to figure out that music's royalty free, so that can be I the mean, next in, intro song. That's for, what I was saying. That I was saying that this morning we just didn't have time to do it. Like <laughs> I said, at like nine thirty, I saw on a website. I go, oh, this would be a great way to open. Is it the royalty show. free? I have no idea. Oh, I, I don't know. No way. I, I don't know this stuff still. Well, the Masters doesn't do like any like sponsorship or anything. Like so, it I don't really know to. how that works. Yeah, it's, it's the Masters. Well, yeah. Well, you've seen the thing was like it was like last year was like CBS is like they don't make any money off the Masters because they don't sell stuff. Like sponsorships for it or anything. Don't like that. don't you mess with my master. Yeah, don't mess with. Can them. we just say what a week for Jim Nance? He gets the call oh yeah, the this final is the four. same thing every year. I see, and yeah. then he calls the Masters, and it's just like it's insane. It's week. like Joe Buck going from World Series games to like the uh, all like the NFL stuff. I, that's the only thing I, I can really equate it to. Yeah, it's just a different week for Jim Nance. Well, that's it's because be Jim crazy. Jim Nance is is the best in, the, in my opinion, <laughs> the best in the business. I mean, really, I mean, he's, I don't think he's that great at college basketball, but I think he's. I think he's the best all-around person. I'd still uh, football. It's at sad they're going. Uh, he's they're split up now. But Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth were the best. It's gonna be interesting yeah. to see. I think it's gonna be Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, next year. But yeah, let's just do it real quick. Uh, who do y'all for the Masters? Who do y'all think will be the surprising player this week? What you, de- you, know, you and you can define surprising. I I think this is. I don't really think this is a surprise, but I think this is Rory's year. I think this is the year he's gonna get over the hump. Um, he's going to kind of shake that Saturday player rep, um, reputation. I think he's going to get it done. If I were a gambling man, um, someone I like a lot, I like Patrick Reed at plus 6,500. Yuck. I, I don't like Patrick Reed, but I he he seems to show up in Augusta pretty much annually. Uh, he's always in the mix late Saturday until he falls apart Sunday morning. Uh, I, I like Patrick Reed to... To do to turn heads, verbal memes, Spider Man's pointing at each other, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Reed. I, 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 I that's literally the comp that me and Alex were just making in the <laughs> in the in the bullpen. One guy that I like that uh, may not get a lot of attention. He's currently playing with Tiger. Actually, hopefully I say his name right. Ustazen. Louis Ustazen. Hmm. He is very good. He's ha- has a lot of experience. He's he won the Masters before, right? His he best finish is second place. Oh, I thought he won. wait. Who was the other South African guy who won like a, like twenty ten? Yeah, I don't remember. But was, he, I was thinking, yeah, Ustazen is from South Africa. I think he actually has a chance this year to to finally win a Masters for himself. I think it's going to be interesting to see how it kind of just shapes up, um, just down the stretch. Really, it's, it ma- it is it's all about getting that good start and just kind of just riding that momentum. So after today, it's going to be a lot easier to just kind of see, like, who is going to, like, kind of just come out on top. Just who gets hot at the right time. Exactly. Um, trying to think of names that would be really good. I'm going to say this right now. Harrison's going to laugh at me because he knows why I'm going to say this. I'm thinking Max Homa is going to be the surprise of this week. He's not going to win, I don't think, but I think he's going to make the cut and go into Saturday. He's won a couple tournaments before. He's got. He was hot yesterday. Do you see when he almost made that hole in one? Yes, I did. Yeah, I twice. Think, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's getting good hot at the right time. I don't think he's gonna win, team. but I think he's gonna auto qualify for next year. So 
That's what I think. And now, gentlemen, before we get to the, me and Daniel run through the NHL quick, let us hear your picks. Daniel, who you already said basically who you think is going to win, but who do you all think is going to win the 86th Masters? Rory. I like Justin Thomas a lot. Mm. I agree. I like Justin Thomas, Justin too. Thomas. He's my guy. Hmm. I'm going to go I'm gonna with John Rahm, actually. I just think he's number one player in the world. He's not really had the greatest of success these last couple weeks. So I just think he's going to come out and do something. I got John Rom. My heart wants me to pick Webb Simpson, but I'm going to go with John Rom. Just as long as Bryson DeChambeau doesn't win. Yeah, I'm no. Okay. That, that would be the worst DeChambeau thing DeChambeau will ever. be in the mix on Sunday, and I'll be mad. That'd be the Remember when everyone thought he was going to win the Masters last year? He was like, oh, he's so good. Like, look, he's driving the ball so crazy. And didn't, oh, he barely made the cut. He like, hits it so far. Yeah, he barely made the cut. Everyone's like, oh, he's the favorite this year. He's going to win the Masters. I just love that his last name has become like a verb on the golf course with like casual golfers. Like, all right, well, I'm down. I'm, I'm behind go, you guys Brooksy. by six strokes. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna deshambeau this one and just pimp it. I love it goes in the woods. I love that people were saying about part of my take. Where part of my take was saying this dude perfect with playing with Bryson DeChambeau, like all sports golf battle on the golf course the other day. I saw that. I was like, oh, so it goes. This is disgraceful. And PFD goes with a clip of Max Homa's tweet. He quote tweets. He goes, "I bet that ball goes in if dude perfect doesn't throw a basketball at the green." That's funny. Well, I don't know. This one's very bad. It was, it was, it was definitely satire. It's not real. Someone goes, "I watched both my parents die." This is definitely the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that, that was the on joke. To the that was NHL a joke. That was a joke. He didn't. He didn't. The, his parents didn't die. I don't think. But yeah, on to the NHL now. Right, I'll take the lead here. Go for it. The Tampa Bay Lightning are terrible. The Carolina Hurricanes are terrible. The Colorado Avalanche are overrated, and the Calgary Flames are overrated. We all know who's going to win the Stanley Cup. It's going to be the big bad Bruins. Let's go back to the math. <laughs> no, nah, bro, come on. Let's talk. I don't about even it. follow hockey that much, and I knew Daniel no, was going to say that. No, no. He says the Panthers are overrated. They're, they are, bro. They're so bad. They're a, they have 104 points to your 93 points. They've already clinched the playoffs. The Bruins have they yet to do hit. that. They don't hit. We hit like men. They don't hit. They hit like boys. Okay, Bruins still have not won. Uh, this they the Panthers are not going to win at all. The Avalanche are a wagon, and you can't tell me. Bro, they the suck. Team. They never do anything in the playoffs. They're going to be a second round. The exit Bruins haven't again. done anything in the, the playoffs in a long. We have chat. a we have a cut more recently in the Avalanche. Well, yeah. Harrison well, you don't have typing. Nate McKinnon. I'm well, not yeah, scared of Nate out, McKinnon. Said the kid. <laughs> it's going to be a sad day when he leaves. I think for all hockey. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a sad day for me because as someone that's a super hockey casual, he's giving me a reason to be really excited about the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. we've been bouncing the first round a lot, but usually we're competitive. So, like, I have fun watching, you know? I, quick question. I just enjoy it. Quick question, Daniel. Over under Brad Marchand gets suspended one, uh, 0.5, uh, half more times than this season. So he no. gets sus- No. Really? You think he's going to control that anger? He turns it on during the playoffs. He plays really good. Uh, then they get a first, they don't have then they get a first round bounce last year no. for a team that's not even in the playoffs this year second round dumb dumb oh second round sorry about that yeah i just noticed your bruins have two L scheduled for saturday uh, april 16th and uh, thursday april 21st that's crazy <laughs> yeah i think that's one of our okay. picks on who you got harrison is it actually oh yeah wait <laughs> why are we picking no, a game that's a week away oh wait sorry i thought you said this saturday never uh, mind i was about to say uh, i knew i put Pittsburgh. you're putting the ball on the tee for me again i put pittsburgh on there last week pardon my intern Anyways, back to the <laughs> NHL. 
<laughs> Wait, hold on a second. What did you just call me? My intern. Oh man. Oh wow. Oh no, 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 no. Now, hold on. You guys are all children compared to me in the, in the in this room right now. So I think you guys are all my interns. I'm just watching you do your job. Okay. Fair uh, enough. We'll go with that. We're actually all just Jacob Hillman's interns. Yeah, 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 we're all we all work for the man. We're all controlled by the machine. <laughs> Big radio doesn't want you to know this. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Big radio does not want you to know this stuff. All right. Sorry, Daniel. You're good. Let's talk about the Dallas Stars for a minute. I don't buy this team for a second. I've never really bought them. I think that, I mean, I I think their best chance is against Tampa back in the bubble scenario. Bro, yeah, the fact that they were in a Stanley Cup final seems like a fever dream. But same with the Canadians. They're in the last place in the entire NHL, and they were in the Cup final last year. I don't understand. Like, Carey Price was not that great last year to where this should be that big of a loss for them. But, I don't know, like, I want to feel bad, but then they're my biggest rivals, so I'm not going to feel bad. I mean, it's just, it's a little funny. It's a little unfortunate. What would be the most painful way for the Bruins to exit the playoffs? Against two. Um, Toronto. Let's go Toronto. Let's go Leafs, baby. Come on. Yeah. At least my, no Austin, Leafs fan. At least my team Austin would be Matthews, going to the playoffs. Baby. That guy's, okay, I don't know much he, about hockey. That guy's nice, Yeah, though. American. Yeah, you got to support him. Daniel's anti-American because he doesn't like the Leafs. My team's Austin literally Matthews. an American team. Are you saying I would be more of an American to support a Canadian team over an American one? Come no. on, intern. Do better. Yeah. Anyways. Hey, wait a minute. The Winnipeg Jets are like one of my favorite hockey teams. Because the Winnipeg used, Jets are electric. They used I like to be them. the Atlanta Thrashers, so therefore hey, they were watching Atlanta the Winnipeg Jets last night. That's how that works? Yeah, to be honest with you, I didn't really watch that game. It's okay. Oh, man. But, yeah, that'll wrap it up for Masters in the NHL. When we come back, we're going to start our MLB coverage. we got an hour and a half for you of just straight baseball talk. We're going to start it off with the MLB Top 100 list. When we come back here on the Eagle's Nest. Welcome back into the Eagle's Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I'm Daniel Locke. As always, alongside me, Griggs Blankenberg right now. We are joined by two very special reoccurring guests, Tyler Graydon, Harrison Tarr. Thanks again, guys, for coming on. Tyler, we're special. Yeah, I like that. Dude, put it special. there. Let's go. There. Anyways, we're going to break down the MLB's top 100 players list. In this segment, we'll be breaking down the back half. Um, and then in the next segment, we'll be breaking down the front half. So, Christian Yelich at 100. Two years ago, this would have seemed insane. Yeah, I think just injuries just hurt him One a lot. <laughs> yeah, injuries yeah. just hurt him a lot. Um, he was really the focal point of that Brewers offense, and when they weren't going, it was kind of put to him on blame. Like, I remember him talking, he didn't really have a good start to the year last year. So, and then people were just kind of like, why is he not producing the way he should be? And that kind of contributed to their lack of success later in the year. Yeah, he only hit nine home runs in 117 games with only 51 RBIs and a 248 batting average, which isn't that good it's it was uncharacteristic of him in 2021 uh i would not go like off like no panic button for brewers fans the brew crew will be back next i like year. i think they have some of the best relief pitching in baseball uh, they, they absolutely do best starting pitching too one of the best bullpens too yeah, yeah. and it, it, it'll be a dogfight between them and the cardinals and the central sorry Grace, yeah. but it's all good i thought it was just gonna be the reds until they for, had a dumpster fire for no sale for no reason fire sale really. yeah that, really. that fire sale reminded me so much of the Braves fire sales uh, in 2012. You want to talk about fire yeah. sales? Do I got a story for you? Yeah, I bet you do, Mr. <laughs> Chicago. Wrigleyville, baby. We'll talk more about that later. But, yeah, moving on up, let's uh, Cody Bellinger, number 99. Last year was 10, which, yeah, I mean, they won the world. Um, 
twenty twenty oh wait twenty twenty one was this like the ranking like yes of last year's like yeah. before the season started okay so he was coming yeah. off a World Series understand why he's ten I still think he's one of the best better center fielders in baseball I think he just the slumps I think better is a good way to put it I, I'm glad you didn't say one of the best yeah but better, I think he, well I yeah I take him over a lot of people but still but I think yeah when you're talking about someone he didn't really I think he went through a bu- different amount of slumps last year. I think that's what kind of contributed to this low ranking, even though the Dodgers had some success. Just Yeah, I think he gets overlooked on the Dodgers, you know, with Mookie Betts, now Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner. All they're, these guys, these, this team is just insane. If they don't win the World Series, it's a bust for them. So, and Cody Bellinger being at 99, I think he is overlooked, but 99 is not bad, in my opinion. Both Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich, I think, are better than a lot of the people ahead of them on this yeah. list, though. Both, so. both are former MVPs. Yeah, so. fair, yeah. Um, Mark, we'll just run through this until we have a talking point. Marcus Stroman, 98. Uh, Jose Barrios, 97. Whit Merrifield, 96. I met him at a, the Wake Forest basketball game. Me and I'm Daniel. so heated. I went to the restroom during that. Yeah, oh, we my the, God. Yeah, I went to the restroom. Me and my brother took a picture of Whit Merrifield at the Wake Forest baseball game. Or, no, basketball game, which That's is crazy. Sick. Yeah, moving up, uh, Chris Taylor at 95. Just y'all stop me if you want to jump in whenever I say a name that you have something to say about. Uh, 93, Clayton Kershaw. All right, I'm going to stop you. Well, you skipped DJ LeMahieu at 94. I did say DJ LeMahieu. Did you? Yeah. I'm deaf. I'm and so sorry. No one cares about the Yankees. Whoa! 91, 92, and 93. This is just... If you, if you send this me this... This reminds me of 2014. Yeah, if you sent me that in 2014, I'd be like, you guys are doing it like in reverse. It'd be like your one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, Adam Wainwright, out of the three of those, I think still has the nastiest stuff, believe it or not. Clayton Kershaw is unfortunately... You know what? I, I almost agree with you on that one. I think, yeah, just Clayton Kershaw is just taking a backseat to just the... Dodgers used to be just fully, like, really, like, centered on their pitching. Now it's really just turned over to their offense and defense. I don't really think he's the best pitcher on his staff anymore. Yeah, no. no that's not it's crazy Flarty. to say. I'm sorry? Flarty. Interesting. But, yeah, that, I was gonna say Dustin that's top May. of that list. Yeah, Justin, for, I think all these guys are only on one-year deals this year, too, I'm pretty sure. I know Kershaw is for Kershaw sure. Kershaw to the A next year confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on up, let's go ahead and go to the 81 through 90. Uh, 90, we have Nelson Cruz. 89, Brandon Belt. 88, Jonathan India. Hold on, that guy is so good at baseball. Jonathan I'm India. I'm so excited to watch this guy going. Jonathan India? Yes. I remember watching him play uh, at Florida in college. He was crazy good. That team, that whole team was like produced so much MLB, MLB talent, a team that won it all. Yeah, he's a reigning rookie of the year. He can... He'll definitely move up this list before next year. So. I, he's one of those guys that have, have a star next to when yeah, he gets AB. Right. I want to watch this guy. Play. He's going to have yeah. a lot more responsibility this year, though, with, again, the the, red, the Reds fire sale that they went through last month. Him and Joey Votto is all they got. For, for real. Yeah. Um, number 80, uh, 87, Lance McCullers. 86, Jack Flatter, uh, Flattery. Flarty. Flaherty. Flaherty. Flaherty, yeah. Flaherty. 85, Lucas Giolito. 84, Sandy Alcantara. 83, Matt Chapman. Number 82, Yoan Moncada. And that kid's also really fun to watch. Very, I watched him play in minor leagues. White Sox, Charlotte Knights of the AAA for the White Sox. So. That is electric. I love that. Of course, it's, I'm cheering against our like second biggest rival. For the players I'll see play my team the next in the future years. So it's, that's all, always... it's, all, it's all good. I met uh, Ronnie and Ozzy in the same game at a minor league game near my house. So. I met, I met <laughs> Kevin Kiermaier in minor league game, too. That's, that's why cool. minor leagues rock, guys. Yeah, minor leagues are awesome. We support the minor leagues. Portland Sea Dogs represent. I have a hat. Really? I swear. I will wear it tomorrow. I'm going to be riding for them this summer. That's awesome. That's cool. 
Um, keeping it going on 81, we have Willie Adams. Adamas. Adamas. Uh, now we're going up 71 through 80. At 80, we have my guy from long ago, Kyle Schwarber. What Indiana. an interesting Go Hoosiers. Road. What do you say? What an interesting road in the MLB. He College really has taken a quite... He had a great year last year, too. He, he did, he yes. Hot Bro, for he got hot. He raked in Boston. Yeah. What a, what a, what yeah. a bet-on-yourself kind of year. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, 79, J.D. Martinez. Uh, Let's go, big dog. 78, Yuli Guriel. Cheater. Cheater, yeah. Uh, 77, Michael Brantley. Cheater. Number 76, Joey Votto. Now, that's a guy, guy to watch this year. He he had 30 home runs last year, no? He just hits for average, he man. He just seven-game home run streak just, or something like yeah. that. He, he, just put, he hit 30-plus last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of 37. Yeah. He just puts the bat on the ball and just To be honest with you, I think 76 is kind of high. I thought he'd be a little bit lower after last year. Yeah, for, oh for sure. I, he, he's he's one of the, he's he's probably the premier player on his team right now. I mean, Jonathan India is probably better than him, but yeah, Joey Votto is the guy that's putting people in the seats. And yeah. I mean, what an ambassador! I remember talking to someone fan. yesterday who's yeah. a Reds fan. They're like, they're still not they've like not sold out for opening day. They usually always do. And you know what they did to get people to come out? They're saying that they use this to like ploy people to come out. Uh, Joe Burrow is throwing the opening pit uh, the uh, first pitch to Zach Taylor. <laughs> that's <funny. laughs> I love it. That's funny. Uh, 75, Freddie Peralta. Number 74, Kevin Gossman. Number 73, Jake Cronenworth. Number 72, Kentel Marte. And That's the one to watch, by the way. Mm-hmm. Kent, uh, Kent, yes. Kentel Marte is an incredible power bat. And 70, speaking of incredible power bats, number 71, Randy Arozarena. That's that the one is, I put yes. a star next to. He's going to be good. I love watching him play. He's electric. He's I excited. figured y'all were going to uh, chime in on my boy Randy, so I had to give my boy Kentel a little, little, mm-hmm. little love there. Pretty good. He's really good at baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, he's fun to watch. <laughs> Moving up now to the 61 through 70, uh, number 70, Anthony Rendon. About, he really fell off. I, I, I have a question about the Angels just quickly. Mm-hmm. Rendon definitely ties in here. At what point do the Angels look and say, hey, maybe our power hitting is not the problem. Maybe it's the pitching. Like Shohei Otani, yes. the most electric player in the MLB. Period. I mean, when Mike, yeah. Trout, when Mike Trout's now had more contracts than playoff – Playoff like appearances like no way oh yeah yeah yes wow. they only made the playoffs once in his that's career. crazy it's Last, incredible I don't I understand why he'd say was it the, the year mo- that they played the, the Royals in the ALCS yes that was the correct they got swept it. no ALDS they got swept oh, yeah my bad that was the year the Royals won it all but yes. yeah it was just the way that like yeah the Angels we'll talk about this more than the when we talk about the West section later but. The Angels just like they've never been able to do. They've had the they've had the names like you think Mike Trout be good enough to just bring people to him. That's why I was so surprised. Like he could get money elsewhere, but he'd stayed in Los Angeles. And let's yeah. not forget they had prime Angelton Simmons and Albert Pujols when he still was actually a contributor on yes. the team. Like this only yeah. doesn't make sense. Doesn't and they're playing in the um in the AL West. And they were playing they were playing with that yeah. roster before the Astros were good. And then they were I don't against, get it. They were playing against the the, the A's the Mar. Doesn't make sense. Okay, credit. Oakland had a very good run. They did have a very good run. I'm talking about like the very like early beginning, like before like once they like got rid of like Chris Davis and all that stuff. Or like no not Chris. I mean the A's are the minor league team in the MLB, so you can probably just name a superstar somewhere else. Yeah, the last time the Angels made the World Series was twenty fourteen. That was the last time. And with Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, and Anthony Rendon, they can't get it done. They can't make the playoffs. Yeah, if they can't make it this year, I think you just gotta blow it up. You gotta find what's you gotta find something new. You can't. Los Angeles, that'll sell people. I mean, it's it's the Dodgers. The Dodgers have been able to do it, so why haven't the Angels been able to do it too? Because well, the Angels has never really had like they've 
Mike Trout like has not been able to like you think it would be like more like the NBA where like the best player like LeBron can draw other people yeah. to him. It's not really been able to do that, which is interesting to think because you like the best player in baseball and one of the two, best players to ever play the game. on this list. Yeah. on this yeah. list we're gonna yeah. say we're gonna say in a minute they have the two top best players in baseball on their on their team and they, they won't make the playoffs. They didn't make That's the playoffs. insane, crazy. Moving on to speaking, huh. 69. Speaking of people that fell off, it is story time in Boston. Oh, we're so good. Easy World Series. Oh my goodness! So I love easy. Six, I love his upside. Uh, I I I think no. Dude, I, it is I don't so think, I think, easy. I don't think it's gonna be good year. coming from Colorado to, to to a short porch. Right. He's mm. a pull hitter. Right. That yeah. park is built for Trevor Story. Yeah. Come on, Griggs. Fair, but still, I just don't think I after that rookie year he had. I just don't. It's kind of been a downer ever since. Just the way he was like electric. Like well, everyone's talking about. You just need to get him. out of Colorado. I'm gonna say it right Colorado now. Colorado sucks the soul out of people. You just gotta go. You gotta be happy. Trevor Story's gonna hit that's that's 35 home runs. 35 plus this year. Who? Trevor Story's gonna hit 35 plus home runs this year. I will lock that in right yeah, now. Yeah. All right, for go sure. for it. Put the money on. Uh, number 68, we have Francesco Lindor. Francisco. France. Oh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking of little lesser known brother yeah. Francesco. Number sixty-seven, Javier Baez. Number sixty. <laughs> uh, I got a ring more recently. Sixty-six. We have Chris. No, you don't. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I oh forgot about God. that. Get, get out of here. Number sixty-six. All right, I'm gone. Number sixty-six is the most uh, quest puzzling. Uh, Welcome back, Riggs. Contract in all of baseball this year. Who, Chris Bryant? Yeah. Well, yeah. The Rockies have just been like they got rid of Nolan Arenado, then they just like and let Trevor Story walk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, with no gain there. Yeah, what I, a choice. I think yeah, just in the, the division there, no one who wants to play in that division if you're not one of those top two teams. No one. Uh yeah, uh, number sixty five, Oscar Hernandez. Uh sixty four, we got Justin Turner. Sixty three, Jesse Winker. Sixty two, Pete Alonzo. The Mets are going to be such a flop this year. It's already started. I can't wait to hear you. The my, Mets are already metting with Jake DeGrom already being hurt. I can't wait to hear him argue my roommate, Tyler, on this. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I'll argue with a Mets fan I, all day about how trash they are. I can't wait. AJ to Rivera this. is a Mets fan, so there's just some office material. Who? <laughs> AJ Rivera is a Mets fan. Okay. I I literally bully him every day about it. You'll have to introduce so me. Is, I don't so think so I've is, so is BMAC. We, BMAC's a Mets fan. we got to run, BMA- oh, gotta run through the rest of these BMAC's before so the break. Uh, 61, we have Giancarlo Stanton, and now we got to run through this quickly to get the break. 51 through 60, we have Josh Hader at 60. I like him this year. He's a good reliever. 59, Liam Hendricks. Good reliever as well. 58, Brandon Crawford. Uh, I think he's going to start to fall off. 57, we have Ozzy Albies. He's World pretty champion. good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, 56, Brandon Lowe. Uh, 55, Yasmani Grandal. I know we're running out of time, but I just got to make a comment. I really, really like Grandal this year. I do, too. I think, I the, like White, I think the White Sox year, are going to yeah. win. I think White Sox are going to win the Central again. They just they a have lot a strong of, case for the World Series, mm-hmm. I think if they can figure out how to get it done against whoever comes out of the East, I think they got a really good shot. Um, who, Where are we starting? Oh, yeah, 54, JT Real uh, I forgot. His, he's on my show Real team, Muto. too. Yeah, Real, Real Muto. Muto. I forgot that card's really good, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have him on my team. Uh, 53, Will Smith. 52, we have Salvi Perez. And number 51, we have Lance Lynn. But, yeah, that'll wrap it up for our to- the top 51 through 100 players. When we come back, we'll do 50 through to the number one player. Uh, you're listening to the Eagles Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Welcome back to the Eagles Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I may or may not have just accidentally deleted our intro song. Who cares? I will reinstall it later. But for the rest of the show, we will be missing that. Oh, wait, no, I just found it. I just moved it over one spot. My bad. It's still early. Baseball. 
Number 50, Luis Robert. Oh, interesting. Still got Tyler and Harrison here. <laughs> yeah, they have not got anywhere. A little discombobulated there. I, think I the, can't do anything without the intro song. Again, the White Sox, I think, are just going to be the – it's going to be just how they perform down the stretch. It's going to be how be people perceive them going into the postseason. I think they're definitely going to make it. It's just a matter of who, how are they looking going into October. But mm-hmm. And I, what the trade deadline looks like. Very true. Because they should be spenders. This should be yes. a buy year. Uh-huh. This is – yeah. Uh, 49, Julio Urias, I think definitely better than Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. You, that, is that who you were referring to earlier when you said not even the best player on his staff? Uh, actually, no. Um, I, I, I still think, I th- I mean, Julio Campbell? Urias is, is definitely like last year's guy, but I, I think Dustin May is on the trajectory to be better than Clayton Kershaw this interesting, year. Interesting, interesting. Really? Yeah, I mean, the kid's good. He's got uh, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Wait, who would you say is the best on their pitching rotation? Probably, probably Urias right now. Who? Probably, probably Urias. Urias. Oh, really? Not Walker Bueller? It's close as a toss-up. I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, I think Kershaw might be 4-4. Four four yeah, you're right. Half. You're right. I agree. And, and, and that's no disrespect to him. He's still good. Yeah. They're just they're just good. Yeah. Moving on to world champion, Max Fried. Yeah, starting pitcher today. How y'all feeling about that game tonight? Pretty good. Can't wait. Uh, we're playing the Reds. I feel yeah, pretty I think, good. Yeah, I think I they'll win. Pretty, Hopefully. I feel, I feel pretty confident. I'm thinking about going. Hopefully. I'm thinking about dropping everything and going. How much are tickets? Do it. Like 70. Never mind. Watch them get their World Series ring. Oh, that's happening Saturday. That's Saturday. Oh, I thought the fans were getting them Saturday. No, the fans get them Monday. Monday. Okay. That's okay, I got you. It's so weird. <laughs> that is kind of weird. Moving on, number 47, Robbie Ray. AL West champion Seattle Mariners. All right. I love this guy. Uh, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm no, so I, I mean, I love Robbie Ray. They had a, I wasn't making They had a great offseason the Mariners did, and I think mm-hmm. they can definitely make a run. They're in win-now mode. Like They have to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, number 46, we have Jordan Alvarez. Uh, this guy feels too high. Yeah, I yeah, agree. a little bit. Yeah. I think so. Uh, number 45, Jose Abreu. The White Sox are so loaded. <laughs> We've said it like six times. We'll probably say it six more. Uh, number 44, Cedric Mullins. Number 43, Brian Reynolds. 42, Tyler O'Neill. And number 41, <laughs> Starling Marte. That guy is the most interesting person in baseball. Marte? Yeah. I, yeah. I believe it. I can never decide if I think he's very good or if I think he's extremely overrated. Yeah. And uh, let's keep it going. We have the top 30 through 40 now. At number 40, we have Wander Franco. Okay. This guy should be like in the 70s. I think he's high. Huh? I think, I, think he's, I agree. I think maybe just a little bit down. I don't think like 70s. I'm thinking maybe. I think he's top 50 for sure. I, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking maybe the 40 range. But I don't know. This guy's going to be incredible this year as long as he stays I healthy. Think, I think the rate. And this might be a hot take. I think, well, not really because they won the past couple years. But I think the Rays are going to win the in the going to win the East. That's definitely a take uh, that I disagree with, but I don't. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I mean, they just figure it out. If they just figure it out with their pitching and stuff, and they get that going, I think they have the bats to do it. They have the defense to do it. I would have been chilling if they would not have just traded Austin Meadows. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's I a just, huge loss. I think they still have a lot of power, and they have a really good defensive uh, forefront centered by uh, Kiermaier in center field. He's an electric defender. Austin Meadows, Grayson High School legend. <laughs> I think Wander Franco can. I think he has the ability to do it, to be good. I think he's got to prove it to me first before I rank him at 40. Okay. I, yeah. I, I respect that. Yeah. I, I'm just super high on him. I mean, he's ahead of guys like Max Fried. I mean, they're obviously different positions, but, like, I think Max Fried is better than him. JT Realm Muto, Ozzy Albies. I think these guys are better than him right now. Yeah, yeah, coming from a, Max com- right now. champion, so I understand. Coming, I just like yeah, that's coming from a non-biased Braves fan You're perspective, right. yeah, I think, yeah, I think he's a little – I think – a little bit higher than some of those people. Maybe I don't know about Albies. Maybe just because he, 
I don't Albies know. feels low on this list. It's a little low, but I don't think. He, well, I still think Wander I mean, be, should be higher, just a little bit. Maybe you could. I can make, see the argument for Max Fried, maybe, but still, we got mm. a lot of players still to go through. Yeah, number thirty-nine, we have Byron Buxton. Interesting player, really. He's yeah. awesome. He's yeah, awesome. Most versatile he can do player, everything. I think. As they say in the show, I think he's like I heard it thirty times that he could play any sport he wanted to. Bo Jackson, I'm anyone? Tired. tired of that one? Yet? Oh, I'm so tired of that one. Number thirty-eight, we have Brandon Woodruff. Uh, 37, we have Shane Bieber. The debut of the Cleveland Guardians. Epic. Cubs beat him so bad they had to change their name. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And before we get going, we have some sad news to say. I'm just kidding. We have Nick Castellanos at 36. And And I'm a man of faith. (laughs) Uh, Do you see the one where they were talking about a Blue Jay coach's DUI and he had his first hit with the Phillies? Yep. That was (laughs) unbelievable. Uh, Number 35, we have Max Muncy. Uh, 34, we have Austin Riley. Now, this is a guy who I think is going to have a good year for the Sleeper Braves. pick for the MLB. Austin yes. Riley is my win favorite player <laughs> in think, the MLB is Austin Riley. I think he'll make the All-Star game. Even though All-Star voting is fraud basically every sport, but still, I think. I think he's going to shatter the home run record this year. You think he's going <laughs> to gonna break, he's gonna break Bonds' record? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, 33, we have George Springer. Uh, number 32, we got Bo Bichette. Slightly overrated, in my opinion. A little Me, bit. I agree. I agree. A little bit. And we have 31, Tim Anderson. I'm talking about electric. When he hit the home walk off home run into the corn last year, that was that was hype. That was very cool. That People were awesome. talking about Duke UNC Final Four rigged. Uh, how about that one? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> that was a storybook ending. <laughs> that was unbelievable. And let's keep it going. We have the top 21 through 30. Number 30, we have Kyle Tucker from the Cheaters. 29, Alex Bregman from the Cheaters. And number 28, the, the most chief cheater, cheater. The yep. chief cheater. We have midget man Jose Abreu. <laughs> or, I no, don't want my Jose wife Altuve. to see. Yeah, that was, I'm glad it was against uh, – uh, it, it, at least it was against the Yankees. Then they covered up saying he had like a tattoo. That yeah, and then he went and got like a tattoo because of it. Really? Because the tattoo artist in L.A. literally said, yeah, he came in and like – Hey, it's okay. He wild. prevented the Yankees from getting back to World Series, which is funny. As a Red Sox fan, I, I'm I feel bad for it's the still, Yankees. It's still funny the Yankees have never not made a World Series since 2009. Well, you mean beautiful, but yeah, this yeah, beautiful. Yes, uh, let's keep it going. 27, we got Paul Goldschmidt. Dude breaks. He's very uh, good. Unfortunately, yes. Number 26, we have your new starting first baseman Matt Olson. Best first baseman in the history of the uh, Atlanta Braves. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Number 25, we have. I'm taking that energy all the way through 22. By the way, do it. Number twenty five, we have enough. Zach Wheeler. That guy rocks, dude. He's I'm very really good. excited he is for a very good rotation this year. Uh, number twenty four, we have Corbin Burns. I think. I think yeah, with the, he can figure it out with the Brewers. They can get that starting <laughs> pitching down. I think they got a real good shot moving far into the East. That I mean, the, that that'll be far into the, oh, the central. Sorry, cent, uh, yeah, no, you meant. I meant these I meant next two guys that we're about to say are dogs, man. Mm. Okay, twenty three Xander Bogarts, twenty two Rafi Devers. Very good baseball players. I love how we're. I love the bias is just coming out yeah. a lot. These, <laughs> I love it. R- R- Rafi Devers infield. feels high on this list to me. Yes, I do. I agree with what? that. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't a, know. He's, he's, he's so very good. good bro. He's, he either hits ding dongs or strikes out. Yeah, that's what everyone does. That's what. That's, that's what not everyone true does. Either. Have you ever seen Joey Votto? Yeah. Listen, Joey Votto should be protected at all costs. <laughs> Rafi Devers, the baby face assassin. Um, Tom Brady said a carb more recently than Joey Votto said a foul ball. Hmm. I'm, I don't, I'm just making that up. I don't know. Just, I don't know. He just rarely hits foul balls. <laughs> don't check up on that. I might. Well, he might have eaten the carb during his two-week hiatus. Oh, but, you're right. 
But yeah, and at number twenty one we have Corey Seager. The Rangers are loaded this year, guys. They, they are, I like the Rangers. That West can, race is gonna rock. Yeah, it'll mm-hmm. be nice. It'll be fun. They decided to just I regret not going to that opening Auburn series at the Rangers Park back in February. I know that's random, but I didn't, we really, I didn't really want to drive ten hours to Arlington. Oh, I would have flown. Well, not all of us can fly it. <laughs> well, well I don't see why we had to take a shot, but all right. That's not a shot, I'm just saying not everyone can fly, but number twenty. <laughs> Number 20, yes, we have Marcus Simeon. Again, the Rangers, Rangers are loaded, loaded. man. Uh, number 19, we have <laughs> Nolan Arenado. I'm excited. I I love Nolan Arenado. I'm not excited. As a secondary Rockies fan, I just love watching him flourish because he deserves I'm, the world and they couldn't give it to him. I'm not I'm not I'm not excited for that. Number 18, we have Manny Machado. Number 17, we were talking about him earlier, Walker Bueller. So good. I'm actually going to change my answer. I think Walker Bueller's the best player on that. Yeah, I've thought about it, good. too. I've thought yeah. about it. Yeah. Number 16, wow, this is kind of high, in my opinion. Garrett Cole. This is spider really? tag Garrett Cole at 16. Right. Like, like former Garrett governor of New Jersey Chris Christie said, Cole can't pitch without the sticky stuff, and I definitely have to agree. I mean, yeah, he definitely kind of fell off a little bit once they started cracking down on substance stuff. So, yeah, I don't. I think he's a little high for that. Uh, number 15, we have Jose Ramirez. Uh, number 14, we have Carlos Correa. I'm now. sorry, I think Correa is overrated. I'll say it. Meh. He's not a good... I would have taken him, but the Twins gave him buku bucks to make him the player. I'm not going to say anything because he's going to be an Atlanta Brave next year, so... Give me Xander Bogart. Oh, yeah, he got, like, an opt-out after every... That was very interesting for a contract. You you can opt out... prove yourself contract. Yeah, he can opt out after every year. Very interesting. Uh, Number 13, we have Trey Turner. Number 12, we have Max Scherzer. And number eleven, we have Aaron Judge. A little overrated right now, in my opinion. I think yeah, Aaron so. Judge is yeah. not. The if best you want to talk about people who strike out or hit a home run every at bat, we can talk about Aaron Judge. You give me three hundred at bats at Yankee Stadium, I think I could put one over the fence. I'm, I'm just <laughs> probably, not joking. Probably even with ninety mile and, an hour pitching. If you throw me fastballs, give me give me three hundred abs, I could probably do. And it. finally, we now have the top ten. Let's keep bias out of this, gentlemen, as much as we can. We have number ten. We have Ronald Acuna Jr. After basing it off of last year's performance, I think this is okay just because of when he went out. He was looking like an MVP candidate before he went out, but he was going to be the MVP. I mean, 10's criminally low for the best player in baseball, but yeah, I'm I'm playing. Just just think about solely off the fact that he just blew his uh, ACL out before the – all-Star break last year. Y'all loving the Acuna Freeman drama right now? Or? Oh, <laughs> my is, gosh. I've seen that. Team Ronnie or Team sec- Freddie? Do you <laughs> think it was, like, real? I, mean, I, guess. I think it's absolutely real. Second, really? Second favorite drama I have right now besides Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson. Very, very funny. But, yeah, moving up, speaking of Freddie, we have number nine. We have Freddie Freeman. Good spot for him. He earned it. Yeah. I think so, too. I think I do think he Turner. should be. You I think talk it, about course striking. I think it was best for both parties, but I don't know how much you all want to say this, but best for both parties that the Braves and the Freddie Freeman kind of just ended it with the right way like that. I or, think he'll come back for at least one year, retire I, with I the Braves. I think he'll read like the one-day contract. Yeah. 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 I hope he doesn't. Uh, we have number eight. We have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Electric. <laughs> so fun to watch. I Blue Jays are going to be yeah. loaded this year, too. We've, we, we've just overlooked a them. They're good. A lot of loaded teams, man. Uh, number seven, Jacob Degrom. I think this is a good spot for where he finished last year. If he if he was healthy all through the year, I think he's the no fire no no doubt number one. Just of how dominant he is. No matter, I mean, he won the Cy. He's insane. He won. Well, his team was not really that great. Like the year he won the Cy Young, he won the Cy Young having a losing record, but his ERA was like a one point two four. That's because the Mets stink. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Moving on now, we have number six. We have Mookie Betts on the Dodgers. God, I miss him every day. 
Number five, we have Bryce Harper. I would have flipped those two. In my I, I would have. I would have too. I'm okay with those. Bryce I mean, Harper was in the did, top. Did he win the MVP last? So. Yeah, he's a yeah. former. He was the reign. He's the reigning MVP. Yeah, I think that's so okay. I think him there. Five is a good spot, and it makes sense number why f- they put him ahead of him. Number four, Juan Soto. I'm okay with this. Just when he's when he's on, he's on. I think when he's healthy, he can. He's like one of the best players in baseball. I can Does he confidently look? say he's one of the best outfielders in baseball. I think I can say that confidently. There's a little oh sl- yeah yeah no doubt. Yeah. There's a the little right. slide that he does after like a ball or a pass ball or whatever. That bothers me a little bit. Just like you know you know what I'm talking about. Nah, it doesn't bother me. I get it. I was like it just kind of like it's this. a routine. I get it. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, just I'm like with it. not it's weird, normal. But I don't I guess. It doesn't yeah. me. Number three, we have Fernando Tatis Jr. If he can stay out of a motorcycle accident, I think he's can be one of the which better one? players. Which I, one? That was my favorite press conference quote. Which motorcycle accident, bro? What? I thought some don't these players like have some clause in their contract where they're not supposed to be doing this? Yes. Yeah, he absolutely has one. Hilarious. I hope he's back by Memorial Day weekend because I'm going to St. Louis and the Padres are in town and I just want to see him play so bad. But if they can make them beat the Cardinals, I'm fine with that. And finally, we have number two. I think you honestly, I think you can flip these two, but understanding off no. of last year, eh, I don't know. Just I still think of him as just the best player in baseball. Mike Trout, number two, and number one, we have Shohei Ohtani, best player in the game. Facts. Fair. I, yeah, I just it just my in my, Most in my, exciting in my mind it's been just in, uh, embedded for the last ten years. Best player in baseball, Mike Trout, and it's hard to see someone that's not Mike Trout number one. But Sho- Shohei's just understand. crazy. Forty six home runs, twenty six steals, while pitching a three point one eight ERA in twenty three starts. I hope he probably get more starts than that this year for sure. Oh right? yeah, he's probably gonna be a twenty five, twenty six star guy. That's insane. You think he'll be like their what four or five guy, three? He's not their opening day star. I saw that. Oh wait, no, he is their opening day star. Yeah, he's opening day. That's, it's insane it's what he can do. It's crazy. But, yeah, that's going to wrap us up for this first part of the MLB Talk. Unfortunately, their time with us has come to an end today. We want to thank Tyler and Harrison for hanging out with us here on the Eagles Nest. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yep, thank thanks you for guys. having we us. Come it was back. a lot of fun. We have the man, the man we were saying controls Big Radio. We have Jacob Hillman as well as our friend Bay Marks. And later we'll have Tyler Tufel on as well. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Eagles Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Welcome back into the Eagles Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. As always, alongside me, Griggs Blankenberg. And we have a little scoreboard preview right now as we have both Bay Marks and Jacob Hillman in here. That is absolutely electric. It is our two-hour MLB special. But before we get into that, opening day for Norway's Elite Sirion is on Sunday. My beloved Storm Sculter squad is taking on Day at 11 a.m. Central Time. Unfortunately, there's no way to watch this game legally in the United States. So legally is the keyword, right? Yeah. <laughs> legally, I, I respect how casually you brought that up, Daniel. Well, I mean, I gotta let the people know it's a big year. Of course, um, we just had one of the biggest off-season signings of a guy's name who has way too many vowels in it to pronounce. <laughs> but I'm very excited to see. You want to try that name? Takes us. No, I'm not gonna try it. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'll try it. Let's see what we got here. Oh, this is going to be interesting. What a way to start this. Let's go to tra- – they call them transfers, not trades. I love that. And ESPN does not have date on this. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it's very big. Big year for Elite Sirion. Big put-up-or-shut-up time for them to be the best league in Europe. Um, the Premier League is going down, and the Elite Sirion is on the way up. So, y'all are here for MLB. No one likes Norwegian soccer except for me. So – Let's see. What are we talking about? We're talking about the West. Oh, good. The West. Both Wests. Bro, the West is so bad. Yeah. There is one team out West who I'm scared of. 
And which is? The Dodgers. Dodgers. Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. We're doing both NL and AL West. But let's yeah, just start in let's, the NL. Let's start with the NL. Let's talk about it. Uh, the NL West, we have the Diamondbacks, Rockies, Dodgers, Padres, and Giants. I just think, yeah, I think it's going to be the Dodgers. Yeah, I just don't it's see just, how anyone's going to compete. Well, with that, the money that they spend every year, it's almost like you're waiting for them to have one bad year and then things might spiral out of control. But right now... That bad year's not happening. Exactly. And of course, the Giants shocked everyone in the whole entire world last year uh, winning that division, but they still didn't even get out of the divisional round. The yeah. the interesting thing, too, is also not only did they have the best record in baseball, the Giants, but right behind them was the Dodgers with the second best record in baseball. Um, and the Padres not even having a bad year last year. I mean, it was it was a pretty solid year, especially towards the first half of the year. Um, they fell off really the second half of the year. But, I mean, this is probably going to be the most competitive division in uh, the National League, I would feel like. Yeah, I think so. And adding Freddie I Freeman doesn't, doesn't hurt that argument either. So It hurts me, though. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> that's still sensitive over here to my right. Yeah, It's yeah. fine. We got Ronnie back. It's like, uh, I still, I don't, what do you think Freddie Freeman is the like the what number best player on the Dodgers right now? It's so hard to think with all that talent they have. Ooh, that's a good question. Well, the real question, well, I guess it comes down to, I mean, he's won MVP. Has anybody else on the Dodgers won an MVP. I think Mookie won in the AL, right? Mo- he did in the yeah. AL when he was on the Red Sox. I don't think Kershaw, Kershaw won the Cy Young. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to – with all those pitchers that they have, it's really hard to – you know, I'm very bad at comparing a position player with a pitcher because I, they're just so different, obviously. But in the field, I mean, yeah, Mookie's the only one that I think really is up there with them. I mean, yeah, you could say Bellinger, but I just think he's too inconsistent. He'll have his he'll have years that he's just not on. Um, Trey Turner, he's close, but I think he I think he's probably third behind Mookie and Freddie. And then yeah, the pitchers, I mean, Bueller's unreal. Urias. I think the most interesting thing about the Dodgers is the fact that they lost Jansen to the Braves. Um, so seeing how Craig Kimbrell does in their bullpen will be interesting just to see how that pans out for me. With him being a former Red Sox, so <laughs> Greg Kimbrell's played for everyone's team who's sitting in this room right now. That is that is a, that is a fair point. That What's is your team? I'm a Cubs fan. Cubs. Wow. Mm. Trash. We we still should have thrown him uh, against the Dodgers back in 2013. I think it was that year. I could be wrong, but yeah, that still this still hurts me to this day. But yeah, I yeah, I think it's just the Dodgers. I mean, I love the Rockies. Sign him, my favorite player in baseball, Chris Bryant. This but... may be a dumb question. Sorry to cut you off, Griggs. Is Trevor Bauer back? No, mm-hmm. I think I think he's still. I don't know, like I, I, on paid leave, even though yeah, he got proven it's... not guilty, or he got proven. I don't think they took it. I don't Innocent know until proven guilty in the court of law. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think they they took him to a court of law. Yeah, I was saying. Sure. I don't think it's advanced past what we saw last year. So. No, but I think he'd probably get, he'll probably be back this year at some point. In some, I don't know if he'll go back to the Dodgers, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they'll that might be like a trade line, like kind of talk like Deshaun Watson was this year. Like, oh, where's Deshaun going to go? Are they going to be okay with this legal issue that's still hanging over him? But good point. So moving on to the AL West, I'll just say it: Harrison Tarr is not the smartest person in the world if he thinks that the Mariners are going to win this division. You know, I like the Mariners, and I thought they had a chance to get in the playoffs last year. But no, I I don't think they'll win this. Yeah, it's just eh. I think I think it's 
it's time to look at the Angels and be like, okay, you guys have the surefire two best players in baseball. You got to do something this year as in at least make the postseason or you got to just start a complete entire reanalyzation of the program. I will say uh, the one thing Seattle does have going for them is they did sign the reigning Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray. Um, so they, they they had a pretty good offseason from – from what I saw, Seattle did. It hurts um, losing Seager, though. It does, and I agree. I think I think it's either going to – I mean, the Astros obviously have the upper hand. Losing Correa doesn't help. Um, but I think with Otani, Trout, with the stars that Los Angeles has, like it's kind of now or never to win that division for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because, um, well, and another thing is like the up-and-coming teams, other than the Astros, the Athletics, Mariners, and Rangers in the next two to three years I think are going to be – out of those three, I think one or two will be contenders. Out of the whole thing, it, and it won't be Oakland, in my opinion. Um, they didn't really have a strong off season, mm-hmm. so I, I think they'll finish last in this division. I mean, Texas still rebuilding. I mean, they've been rebuilding for a decade. Yeah. So well, I think, and I think they are making the right moves. Like getting rid of Gallo last year to get with a guy, I think was a move in the right direction. It's not going to be immediate results because, like you said, they've been rebuilding for ten years and. We've been re- rebuilding for that long, and nothing's going to click immediately. You're obviously doing something wrong, and things are not going well, but I do think they're back on the right track. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not everyone can rebuild like Sean Payton can. Anyways. They did get Corey Seager, so. Yeah. Well, washed. I think the Astros will win that division. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't I think, think there's much to I think they that. still will, too. Even though, again, losing. As much as America hates them. Yeah. yeah. Again, as much as losing career hurts them, I just don't think it will be enough. Now, this could I'm be. I'm still pissed at the ALCS last year yeah, I mean, against them. Yeah. yeah. Should have yeah. won that series. Yeah, Should have faced We Atlanta. blew that like three times. Fan, I don't understand. Who are you a fan of, Bay? Huh? Who are you a fan of? The Red Sox. Okay. Yeah. It's a well, good team. Yeah. And, and now, I will say that this could be the year where, you know, things are like, okay, well, the Astros maybe aren't that good. Um, I mean, or maybe the end of their run has come this year. It's possible. I'm not saying it will, but, you know, this just kind of feels like a year with, you know, losing Correa, losing guys like that. Makes you think, all right. It's kind of I, – I compare the Astros to the Seahawks with the Legion of Boom. You know, eventually they're not going to have Altuve. They're not going to have Bregman and players like that in that core. And when that core kind of starts shaking up, things go haywire. Now I don't think that's going to happen with just Correa, but it could. So and something else too was they have some young guys in the rotation like Framber Valdez and Luis Garcia. Saw them in the postseason last year. They pitched really well down the stretch. Uh, I think they were kind of what held off the Red Sox's uh, their offense. Boston yeah. wasn't really able to get much going towards the late half of that series. Um, so I think those are going to be two guys that are going to have to be stable points for them in the pitching rotation. Yeah, and just going back to the ALCS, like I just. We blew that so hard because we blew game one for sure. We had like a four-run lead in the seventh inning. And I think it was game five that really got away at yeah. home. So, I don't know. Hopefully that hopefully the Red Sox get a chance to redeem themselves on that front this year. Um, Griggs, who do you think is going – did you say who you think is going to win the AL West? I'm just looking at this. I think Houston again. I just yeah. don't – even though I've just – it's been planted into my brain just – the Angels, no matter who they have, they're just never enough for them. So they're the little brother out of Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, I think though, even be... though they have the two best players in baseball right now, very true. It's, just, um, it's um, yeah, it's unbelievable. They and can't. that's just so crazy to me. They've Man. made he, Mike Trout's made the postseason once. They can't stay healthy. That's the issue. 
I mean, that's like the story basically. We're gonna talk about the yeah, we're gonna talk about the Mets later. That's the story for the Mets. Well, it's almost like the Kyrie, KD, and Harden thing. Where I mean, how many games did they play together? Like two. Yeah, not very many. And you know, I hope it doesn't happen, but it almost feels I almost expect that trend to continue, where one of them's gonna get hurt for like two months. If they ever decide to move on from someone, it probably would be Otani, because just the money yeah. in the contract yeah. they gave to Trout. It's just a thought they want to give. They've not given the Otani like an extension yet. But I mean, March 2019 was crazy when the uh, most money ever record in the MLB was broken, broken three twice. times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 three times. Yeah, you're right. Because I think it was Machado said it. Then I think Scherzer's getting paid more than like then Trout. Teams then Trout. Then Harper. Yeah, I think Scherzer's getting paid the more than like four teams' payrolls. I'm pretty sure I saw a graphic about that. Wow. I wouldn't. Oh. Well, okay, but also some of the payrolls in the yeah, yeah, Major League yeah, Baseball yeah. are pathetic. Fair. So it's kind of uh, yeah, true. <laughs> I wish they, I wish they'd find a way to even that up. I just don't think they ever. It's not even, possible. I don't, I don't even know how like what they're talking about the luxury luxury tax. I really don't understand how yeah, that works. It's like it's like an attempt at a salary cap. Like they're like just don't go over this, and they're like when someone goes over, they're like, oh, okay. I'm just, Keep going. Yeah, and I'm not here to say like, okay, the needs to be, you know, the Orioles and the Dodgers need to be the same, but like somehow get it closer where it's you don't have the same teams every year that are just dominating the uh, the off season. Fair. I think I feel like it's an ownership thing. Probably. It definitely is. Yeah. Like, Good point. That's why I kind of like. Um, being owned by a group as opposed to one person. Uh, I know that's the same way with the Braves. The Red Sox are like that. Well, the Braves are the only like publicly owned. Like, yeah, it's com- like right. through Turner, and then Turner's a publicly traded company. That's how everyone gets their numbers. And like That's kind of what hurt the MLB during the lockout. The Braves released, they had to release their numbers, and they're like, they're getting how much money? Yeah. that <laughs> Lockouts are fun with baseball until you start missing You missed like a week and everyone's losing their mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chaos. So I think that is going to wrap up our NL West, NL and AL West discussion. When we come back, we are moving into the central side of things, making our way closer to this side of the country. You're listening to the Eagles Nest on Weagle 91.1 FM. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Eagles Nest on Weagle 91.1 FM. We have officially broken our record for the most amount of people we've ever had on the show at one time. You've all, as always, you have me and Griggs Blankenberg. We've got our co-sports director here at Weagle, Jacob Hillman. We've got our great friend, also a Helena native, Bay Marks. And Tyler, how do you pronounce your last name? <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Thank you for talking baseball with us here today. So let's just dive right into the NL Central. Griggs, I'll let you take the lead here since that is your home. Everyone knows the NL Central is the most, the best league, uh, best division in baseball. You've got the most, Pittsburgh the most historic, oh, with mm. the best ballparks in okay, everyone, best ballparks. So yes, I'll give you that. Give you oldest division in baseball, something like that. That's about it, though. Yeah, fair, fair. But yeah, um, unfortunately, the Cubs will probably not be a competing factor in this division this year. I think with the Brewers, especially with they have, I think arguably people can argue about this the best relief pitching in baseball. I think they're if they can get that starting pitching down and they just find a way to just keep their like roster healthy, people who can hit the baseball. I think. And Yelich needs a Yelich needs a bounce back year for them to be able to be successful come October. I agree. I think it's gonna be the Cardinals out of this division. Um, they have one of the best outfields in baseball. Um, they have Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, and also it just makes sense with this being um, Albert Pujols' last season. Let him come back to 
You know, he, he had to leave Shohei and Mike Trout to get to the playoffs. He did. <laughs> no, well, technically, he went to the Dodgers first. Yeah. So, oh, true. Yeah. yeah. But when they did go to the playoffs, so you're still right. Um, but anyways, uh, I like the Cardinals. Um, I also think the Brewers can compete for this division. I think what they're projected to finish, they're projected to finish 83 and 79. Um, I think that's a little modest for them. I think if Christian Yelich can come back and have a very solid year, um, I think they could prove to be the wild card out of this division to win it. Um, he had, you know, obviously the MVP season would have won it back to back if he didn't get hurt in September of 2019. Um, and then COVID and then last year happened and they obviously didn't turn out how he expected. So um, I, I wouldn't sleep on Milwaukee, my point being, but I like St. Louis to win it. I will say, I think um, Milwaukee will definitely depend on their lineup performance for sure. I think uh, if the St. Louis can really keep their pitching depth because that's their issue. They, they have no depth in their pitching. I, I feel like that's why they got clowned last year for um, their signing of veteran pitchers like John Lester. Like, I think they really need to keep like a healthy pitching depth because with Jack Flaherty hurt going into the season, that's really going to cause them some trouble. But I love their young outfield core, but I feel like the Brewers are be dependent on if Christian Yelich bounces back and if they can keep consistency in their lineup because by far the Brewers' pitching rotation is amazing. I mean, you, you got Corbin Burns on top followed by Brandon Woodruff one of the best one-two punches, and Freddie Peralta is an excellent three. So I really think that it's going to be a lot of competition between the top two, but then after that, it's just going to bottom out in the division. I really don't see anything happening after the Reds really sold this year. For sure. And what I'll say about the Brewers is I almost thought the Braves weren't getting past the Brewers in last year's playoffs. Mm -hmm. I I felt more confident against the Dodgers than I did against the Brewers. I bet every Braves fan who's also an Auburn fan, which I feel like is most of the people at this school, Mm -hmm. the second that Georgia got done pounding us, I bet everyone went home and turned on that game. Yeah, no, I remember walking back from the stadium, and every tailgate just about had the Braves game on. Wasn't watching football. It had the Braves game on against the Brewers, and – yeah, now what I'll say is just also I I want to follow Bay and pick the Cardinals, but I just can't because I think that, uh, like I said, Yellow's going to have a big bounce back year. And is this Yachty's last year too? Probably. Yachty and Albert Pujols? Yeah. Dude, that's just like the baseball that gods true. telling that you that they're going to win the division. You're convincing me. Do you think if Yachty goes that Wayno goes well? Potentially. Just, everyone should just retire from that team. <laughs> Yachty to restart. Yachty, Yachty or Molina <laughs> has been the cub killer for the last – However long he's been in the league, unbelievable. Every he every time he plays in Wrigley or against the Cubs in um, Bush Stadium, it just feels like he just plays on a different level at at the plate. He's always crazy behind the plate, but still. I feel like I don't know how much gas Wayno has left in the tank. I mean, he's forty now, I think, and I mean you can only last on veteran pitching for so long. So I feel like once they start losing those veterans in their rotation, that's where the Cardinals are going to fall. So, you know, it depends on how healthy they're going to stay this year. If the rotation can stay rather healthy, it, it could do something. But I still take the Brewers at the end of the day. Yeah, I've got the Brewers. See, Actually, no, I'm going to take the Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> and they're 0.1% chance to win the division. Wait, we are family. It can get. It could be worse than that. The Guardians have a 0.0% chance <laughs> to win the division. No way. How does that work? I don't know. That doesn't make There's, any Their sense. name's not registered in the system yet, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to technically play a game before you have a chance. Per- perfect segue into the AL Central. We have the White Sox. We have the Cleveland Guardians. Cubs beat so bad they changed their name. We have the Detroit Tigers. We no, have the, it's Casey Mize's team. Casey, yeah. We have the Kansas City Royals, and then we have the Minnesota Twins. So let's just start it right there. I think Bro, it's, it's pretty White, obvious. I think it's the division. White Sox. Yeah. Yeah. A, this I, is the year. For can them. I make a comment real quick? As, uh, sure. So on the show 22 last night, I was uh, I'm, I have a Red Sox dynasty, and I was playing the Twins in the ALCS, 
I can't remember which Twins pitcher it was, but he threw a baseball right at J.D. Martinez's head. I was like, okay, uh-uh. This is like <laughs> girls getting mad at their boyfriends because they had a dream that the Heat cheated on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that That's valid. Jacob really likes the White Sox out of this division. So, what, when are we, what, what's the structure of these next few segments? We're going, uh, we're going Central here, AL Central here, and then we're going to go NL East, then AL East. Okay. So, I'm going to go ahead and say White Sox are winning the World Series. This year. Yeah. Jacob, Jacob that, really that likes it. Bro, that is – okay, you have the second part of that name, right? I mean, the first part. Uh-huh. No, the second part. I was yeah, right I was the first saying, time. You were right the first time. But I do think that the White Sox, they're, I'm going to keep picking them until they win it because I picked them last year. And they look good, but then obviously guys in the playoffs didn't do anything. Is it because they sell bacon on a stick at their stadium? It is not. It is because of that young core <laughs> of Tim Anderson and Mokata, Jose Abreu. Yeah, I just think I just think it is about time for them to really hammer down and just dominate in the regular season. Like I, I don't, I could see them having the best record in baseball this year. How do you feel with the rotation, though? With that um, is the scary part. Yeah. Even they, this lost Rodon, that hurt. That's gonna hurt. Well, and Lance Lynn down mm-hmm. Rodon knee surgery. The lost closer, Craig Kimbrell went to the Dodgers. I think that the see that is what's gonna prevent them from being the best team in baseball or anything. Mm-hmm. But I think what's gonna happen is those guys have to settle in and get ready for the postseason. I will. That's what matters. I, I will say, I, obviously, we have them as a lot to win this division, but. I think the only other team in this division that finishes above 500 is the Tigers. Because Casey Mize's team. Casey Mize, air bump, can't reach you. Yep, there we go. <laughs> um, Casey Mize, he got a taste of the show with some other young stars, and they showed some promise. They also got two of the biggest free agents in baseball with um, Javier Baez and uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, who used to pitch for the Red Sox, who yeah. I really liked when he was in Boston. I'm going to miss him. When he was healthy, he was a great lefty. Um I would not be surprised if they were the only other team to finish 500, and that's because they have a very solid pitching staff. Um, I feel like I feel like they're kind of starting to culminate all these pieces that they've been gathering together. So. You're counting out Zach Greinke going home. Okay, oh, is Greinke back there? Greinke's back Greinke. with the Royals. Is he? Wow. He's the opening day starter. They, they, someone asked him what's it like to be the opening day starter this many years later for the Royals. Because when you, I, when I you go through a pandemic, less. you start forgetting stuff. So, <laughs> so forget I forgot. It. I, for, I know. I was a Cubs fan. I forgot Javier Baez signs with the Tigers. Yeah. For, until like a week out before the lockout, and I'm like, wait, Javier Baez is on the Tigers. <laughs> the, the lockout really kind of set a it's, reset. Button. It's kind of funny because he mentioned the the whole March 2020 thing where Harper and all of them got signed, and when he said that, I just was like, that was only two years ago, and feels like a millennium ago. Crazy. Yeah. But, yes, I, I think the White Sox win the World Series. I think that they had the chance to have the best record in baseball. And I think that the pitching staff is going to hold them back in the regular season. But I think in the playoffs, I think they'll they'll turn things up. Like, Giolito is going to be good. But other than that, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. that it, it's We'll see. Uh, but I, I also just think that the offense and the defense will be really good. Now, of course, Eli Jimenez is Eli Jimenez in left field. They're- their win percentage may be higher than their stadium attendance. Probably. <laughs> that, too. So, we'll, we'll see. I, I have a White Sox question. Okay. Did Joe Jackson deserve to be banned in 1919? Absolutely not. He couldn't read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was a good one. I, was gonna say, I, don't, I don't know how to back that one up. Yeah, that's, that's just the main point right there. But he couldn't read. <laughs> Even though Kaminsky was a scumbag, but well, yeah, that's the thing is, yeah, he was. So no, but. you've seen nine. Uh, what was it? Nine men out or something? Yeah, like yeah. Or eight men. Whatever the name was. Whatever the one. Yeah, that movie was like you just showed how much of a awful person he was. He like gave <laughs> him like expired wine for like clinching the pennant. 
that's funny. Um, I, all right, so I just I gotta talk about the Cleveland Guardians, man. Like I just feel it's like feel weird for a little bit, right? But I mean, I feel like they've run off a lot of their fans since I've met two Indians fans my whole life. Oh, they're the Guardians now. Canceled. Oh my Canceled. goodness, man. I Cleveland fans. Ha- have fun with that during football season as well. <laughs> huh? Oh, I'm, just, I'm, gonna, keep, I'm gonna just gonna keep calling them the football team. <laughs> I think that's objectively no, hilarious. We've only met two Cleveland fans. Correct. Yeah, weren't gonna let me finish my story there. Anyways, they both quit. They found different teams because they were sad or embarrassed or something. I'd be embarrassed blowing a three-one lead too. Yeah. I mean, after the Lindor trade, I feel like that's when they just became total sellers. To be honest with you, I mean, besides keeping JRM, extending him has been huge. But I really like. We didn't see much from Shane Bieber last year after his stellar season the year before, and I I don't know what to expect from them. To be honest with you, I think they they're sitting lower half of the division, for sure. I mean, the the Twins are on the rise, so I, I don't really know what much to say about the Guardians besides look for another stellar season out of JRM. That's about it. Yeah. They're, like you said, there's not much really to even talk about with Cleveland. It kind of seems like they're trending in the wrong direction, so I don't know. It, 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 I guess it's kind of after their World Series appearance a few years ago, they kind of stuck in there with like wild card appearances and some playoff mm-hmm. appearances, but I feel like this is kind of the beginning of the yeah. downfall of Cleveland. It's going to take them a while to get back up there. I isn't, agree. Isn't it crazy to think that two Chicago teams are going to win the Central? Unbelievable. <laughs> get this guy. This I'm, guy. I'm kidding, but hmm. yeah, Marcus well, Stroman? Listen, man, when Kyle Hendricks, the professor, is dealing, it's like he's throwing 86 miles an hour and people can't touch him. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything really like it. But, yeah, I'm assuming we're going to talk a lot about the NLE, so let's just go ahead and wrap this one up. When we come back, we're going to dive into the East, the NL and the AL East. We're going to hear from all of our Braves fan, or Brave fan in here, Jacob Hellman and our Mets fan, Tyler Tufel. And then we're going to head over to the AL. You're listening to the Eagles Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Good morning, and welcome back into the Eagle's Nest. I don't know why I said good morning. It's 1130. I am Daniel Locke. Alongside me, as always, Griggs Blankenberg, who likes taking personal shots about my life. We have Jacob Hillman in here. We have Bay Marks. We have my new good friend and favorite person who lives in Matthews Hall, Tyler Tufel. So, I'm loving this show today. We are having the time of our lives in here talking about baseball. It's the East time. Everyone in this room, with the exception of Griggs, is a fan of that wasn't a shot. Don't I know, get I know it's not a shot. I mean, they're not my fa- uh, the Braves aren't your favorite team. They're not my favorite team. So that's technically right. no, just Jacob I, I and know, Tyler. <laughs> right, but there's another team. That oh yeah, plays in the oh, East that covers I, the rest. Sorry, of I said I thought we should talk. I thought you said NL. I apologize no, for that. I said East. But let us just go ahead and start with the NL East: the Braves, Marlins, Mets. Phillies and Nationals. This might be the most chaotic mm-hmm, segment. This is of the, the Marlins' show year. It really is. Like the Marlins <laughs> are so good. I think you gotta give them another three years. Let but me. they said that three years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's a trend. Listen, Derek, I don't think the Marlins will ever. Derek Jeter's sole purpose of being a part of that ownership was to get Giancarlo to New York. It was. <laughs> it's the most wildest thing ever. Like that whole situation with Jeter. Uh, he really screwed them. Yeah. I mean, they won a World Series this century. They made it to back-to-back World Series, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Like. And he's gone. Jeter's gone already. That that That's unbelievable to me. Oh, he's actually gone? Yes. Yeah, he's not part of their ownership group anymore. But oh. I still don't think it matters. Uh, I think <laughs> I, I missed that. I don't think it matters. I think he set them back for years. Because here's the issue. you got to have buy-in. 
And who in the world is buying into the Marlins? Even Marlins van a few years ago was like, I'm not buying tickets. I'm done. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you not? Because he was trying to buy those uh, tickets behind home plate. Well, and I'm on Team Hample. There's Team Marlins man and Team Zach Hample. <laughs> really? I'm on, I'm on Zach Hample. What, what if I dislike them both? Well, they're both terrible. Yeah. But I, I find Zach Hample slightly less annoying. Yeah. You're a New York guy. Do you like Zach Campbell? <laughs> have you ever seen Zach Campbell? I can't say I have. I saw him in Boston once, and I wanted to go up to him and just push him over <laughs> the Green Monster. But then I thought, I'm not going to go to jail today. I can't say I've seen Marlins, man. I took a picture with him one time. Oh, that's cool. I did, I did too. I saw him at During the, the next commercial break, can you pull it up? Like, yeah, I, I want to see it. But. I, I saw him at the Army-Navy game, really? ironically. I just saw him walking around in the bright orange jacket. I'm like, That guy's everywhere. He's everywhere. Like, I, you've got all the cadets I, and everything I, I, in that Marlins I saw him at a Cubs-Cardinals uh, game at Wrigley, and my brother oh, cool. asked him like three times. He's like, so how do you how do you like go, get all this good all these games? He's like, and he did not give him an answer. I'm like, this oh, man yeah. is definitely like doing some shady stuff. Yeah, absolutely. All this stuff, but yeah. It's good. This is an interesting division. Mr. Hillman, would you like to talk about your Atlanta Braves first? For, first of all, I'm going to give an update on Tiger Woods. He just hit uh, tee shot number six to about three feet, so he's going to be going to minus one after that. After he lipped out on number five, it was a beautiful shot. Oh, oh he's no, making what? this. This is a tap-in. Anyway, the Atlanta Braves this offseason, like, like we talked about earlier, lost Freddie Freeman, but the return of Ronald Acuna Jr. makes it not matter whatsoever. He'll be back in a month. Whoever who made the comment earlier about Milwaukee having the best bullpen in baseball? I did. That was me. This this team might be the only other team you could argue. I fair has the second best bullpen in baseball. Luke Jackson got hurt though. That well, hurts it so. But you much. still got Mentor, Matzik, and yeah, Jansen, Smith. Jansen, I mean, yeah. and I think that with, because of you getting Jansen with Will Smith, the Jackson injury hurts a lot less. Well, and also Charlie Morton's going to be back this year, correct? Correct. So your starting rotations also probably. One of the best in the National League, I'd say. For the love, if Mike Soroka tears his Achilles again, I'm just done with him. What's his status? Is he officially healthy? or Not yet, no, but not. eventually. I, I, the hope is this season to come back, so we'll right, see. This got it. This, these are his prime years, man, and he was dealing when this happened. I'm not going to say that the Braves – I'm not going to say the Braves go back-to-back with World Series. Just because no one does it. But, I mean – Obviously, I have them winning this division. The rest of the division is going to be neck and neck for two through five. But the Braves, I probably have gone to the NLCS, again, for the third year in a row. I mean, just the consistency within their lineup besides Freddie, obviously, which that's going to be a huge blow. But you replace him um, uh, with Matt Olson. I mean, that's not a huge drop-off, especially with the way that he's been playing in spring training. So, And here's the thing. Chop on. Here's the thing. <laughs> um canceled <laughs> that's my second team the Braves the thing that I have to that I have to see is someone step up in a leadership role because that's what Freddie Freeman was Dansby Swanson that was my that's my thought but I'm also I don't know well I feel like if I'm the hometown kid yeah, yeah 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 or if I'm um Austin Riley and this kid who hits 230 is coming up to me and starts barking orders at me and telling me what lockers I can and can't use right I'm just gonna be like get your little fangirl self out of here you're only here to get women in the stands. Get out of my way. <laughs> hey, Mallory Pugh's boyfriend, don't disrespect him like that. But anyway, right. I no, I'm I, imagine honestly, not even being the power athlete in your relationship. <laughs> honestly, Goodness. I'm I, I'm with you though. I don't think that I love Dancer to death, but I have his jersey. I like him too. I just don't see him filling that Friday role. No, no I way. could see Austin Riley doing it at yes. some point, but I think it's too soon for him. I think right. it's too soon for him. Now, now the thing is, this year, if he backs up what he did last year with another performance like that, and he, where he's in the MVP 
uh, conversation? Absolutely. But right now, I'm still like, okay, he's had one really good year, and he wasn't even the best team in the playoffs. I mean, the two guys that were best in the playoffs, one was not even on the team anymore, and then the other one, they're going to move him around when Ronald's back. So I just don't know uh, what to expect out of that. But I think I don't think it's going to matter that much this year because I think the talent's all there, and they're just going to be having fun with Ronald back and things like that. A ton of energy, yeah. for sure. That's, that's a the ton thing. ton of energy. Is, I mean, just look all around the field. I think the catcher position is another one that's yeah. – I don't know what Darno is – what's going to happen with him, but – We'll see. So, Tyler, what do you think about your Mets, like, as of this point? Okay, so talk to me about two weeks ago, and I tell you I think they're contending to winning the division. I mm-hmm. think it's neck and neck with the Braves. But I cannot get over the DeGrom question. Every year, I it, it happens every year. We're always trying to figure out what's happening with DeGrom. Is he healthy? Is he going to stay healthy? And I, I guess people don't realize how much of an impact that plays in our rotation because rotation's always been our issue for years on end, pitching. This year, I'm finally feeling more comfortable, especially with the depth we have. But I think we can hold it down with Scherzer as long as he's healthy. But right now, my thoughts, I feel like a strong wild card team with the possibility of contending for the division. Right now, I will give the Braves the favorite for the division, just of where we are. And as long as Acuna comes back just as electric as he was, I really see the Braves sitting on top for now. But I think the Mets are a strong wild card candidate, and I would not count them out to go deep in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, and, and, and what else? And the thing about the Mets, Degrom has got to stay. It's the same thing yeah. with the Angels. He's got to stay healthy, and I just it's, don't trust him to exactly. And it's ruining his prime years. Like he, the beginning of last season, he had an ERA sub one. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. It was incredible. And that's you know, like MLB the Show numbers. Oh yeah, th- those are video game numbers. And he's throwing one oh two into the seventh inning. Like these are unheard of. And I get it. Yeah, he's a young arm, especially because he didn't really pitch as much in college, but. That's the downfall with the injuries. He's getting it's catching up to him now. His consistent throwing 102, like it's not sustainable. I understand that, but I don't know. I personally like just as a Mets fan and as a baseball fan, just want Degrom to play so badly, just because he's so fun to watch. But I really think he's a make or break because you know, the, think about how many wins he's contributing as a pitcher. Like that, that, that could be mm-hmm. a a five-game difference for the Mets if you really think about it. You know, as long as the offense is producing, of course, as 2020 showed and 2019 but I don't know I think with the offensive acquisitions we've had this year and with the way the pitching's looking I still think we're going to be a strong team above 500 I think we'll win 85 games any more than that we'll see and I think it's really going to be dependent on the starting pitching I I like Taiwan Walker I like what he's doing I think if he can stay consistent we'll be good with that and I love Chris Bassett I think he's going to be a great piece for the number three for the Mets and, sure. and, and that's the thing is, if you get other guys to plug and play without him, then it's not going to matter. And, exactly. of course, like we always talk about, the offense has got to back the pitchers up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'll use this as a segue into or the we have to say who's going to win first. Each Braves. Person. Braves. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it pains me to say it, Braves. <laughs> I'll use this as a segue into the AL East conversation. Thanks. Bay Marks is, in fact, going to be on the show today. Yes, I just texted Daniel back. He asked me last night if I was coming on the show. I just let him know. Yes, oh, I, I will be here today. It's great. We're Sorry, Greg. What were you saying? My bad. I was gonna say the Braves. It's gonna be if uh, maybe the the Mets are got a maybe just depending on how quick Grom gets back and if he can stay healthy throughout the year. If he yeah. gets if this is the only time he gets injured throughout the season, I think they have a good shot. But I'm just gonna have to go with the Braves as of everything I have right now. Yeah. So moving on to the best division in baseball, the American League East Division. 
home of the nine-time World Series champion Boston Red Sox, and a good number of those are after World War II. You know a team that can't say that? The New York Yankees. Oh, if I hear 27 one more time. Right. Oh. They're all before. Oh, my. And another number for them, what is it? Uh, thir- 13. That's how many years it's been since the Yankees have made the World Series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spider tech. I love this. I love this. I might sit back and listen to this. It it makes my heart warm knowing that the Yankees are not projected to finish above the Red Sox. Uh, They're projected to finish fourth in the the division. (laughs) After signing Josh Donaldson, um, besides, you know, Luis Severino and Garrett Cole and Jordan Montgomery, I mean, and and the star power right-handed hitters that they have when they're healthy, New York's not really worth anything. I think this might be, um, what's his last name, his last year? Um, their manager. Why can't I think of his Aaron name? Aaron Boone. Yeah, Boone. God, why can't I think of his name? I think this might be Boone's last year. Um, yeah. Just due to the high expectations in New York. Um, I don't like the Yankees this year, obviously. I think we are being underplayed right now, the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Sale, obviously, not on the opening day roster, but that's because he's not healthy. Um, he's still trying to get back to full strength. Um, but with him, Nathan Eovaldi, Tanner Houck, um, the different guys we have in our rotation and bullpen, the addition of Trevor Story, the way we finished the year last year, I mean, if as long as we re-sign Rafael Devers soon or extend him to a new contract, I mean, we, yeah. we are golden, dude. Did I you agree. hear about the rejection of the contract yesterday? Mm-hmm. It was they didn't even his him and his agent didn't even look at it because they knew the offer was below what he was even wanting. Yeah, I, I I'm afraid he's gonna get screwed like Acuna. He I, I think that I as much as I hate to say it, I think we're gonna trade him uh, yeah. after this season or we're not gonna sign him. Um, yeah. I'd honestly and this, I hate to say this, I'd rather re-sign Rafael Devers and and let Xander walk and it's yeah. his time then I totally you know. agree Raphael Devers is such a young piece to the Red Sox lineup and yeah. of course Bogarts is you know is huge in the lineup as well but I think you, you got to think long term and like someone who could really tie the lineup all together like you can get another Xander Bogarts but I feel like there's there's less and less of the t- Raphael Devers types like I mean you got Jordan Alvarez is a good comparison mm-hmm. but I feel like it, it, that's a strong piece they have to keep in their lineup I feel like as much as like the possibility for them trading him like Mookie Betts for a large package. I just don't see it going well, you know? I will say that this division is packed with young talent with Bechet, Guerrero Jr., um, Rafael Devers. I mean, there's so many young guys in this division. Um, Aaron Judge, who's relatively still young. I mean, there's guys in this division that are going to be at the top of baseball for years to come. So um, this, in my opinion, this has always been, especially recently, the most competitive division in baseball. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and I think this year is going to be no exception to that, except for the Orioles, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be like their 15th straight year of just rolling yeah, over they're and They're my dying. pick to win it all. What you mean? They're the, they're the sleepers sleeper. <laughs> I, think, I think they're a 0% chance to win the – oh, no, they have a like 0.1% chance to win the division. Um, Cedric Mullins becomes the next Mike Trout. <laughs> <laughs> I like being the underdog, though. I mean, we're, yeah. we're projected to finish uh, like 10 games over 500. Um, so, I yeah. don't know. I'm very excited. Friday, July 15th at 7 p.m., I will be making my way up to the Bronx. I will be sitting there as the Red Sox demolish the New York Yankees. <laughs> my best friend, Jordan, who I'm going to New York with, he wanted to sit in the no-alcohol section behind the third-base dugout. He thought that that would be the safest place for me. I didn't want it. I got general admission outfield. Um, I am uh, so um, excited. Well, remember, imagine you know, having that section of steam. You've ever well, been to the bleachers, man? That do you is, remember what Verdugo did last year with the Yankees fans? I forgot. He was he was being friendly with them and everything. Right. He was talking to them. And then the next game in the series, uh, somebody was like throwing stuff at him and cursing him out. So they he like got security in the middle of the game to kick him out. 
over in left field. So be careful out there. Those fans are. I don't dangerous. care. No, I want someone to hit me, and I'll sue them for everything they've got. I'll get some of that New York money. I'll pay <laughs> off my Auburn tuition forever. Then I'm going to move to Augusta, Georgia, and retire. Oh man! All right. I don't well, think that's a retirement place. That, yeah, that's a. That's a <laughs> not, have, you ever, not, have, you ever, have you ever driven by Augusta? No, that is not, not the Masters. I, I've, been, I've uh, been twice. I, I drive past there every, every time on my way home, and let me tell you, there at the uh, exit for Augusta, there. I don't think you want to retire with a lot of Outback Steakhouses just sitting uh, right off the exit like I that. I think the internet lied to me. All right, uh, I'll yeah. find somewhere else. I'll keep everyone posted on where I'm going to retire um, over to. Perfect. Summer. And I'm going to guess you're picking the Red Sox to win. Um, Orioles. Okay, right. I'm 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 gonna pick the Blue Jays to win the division, but I think the Red Sox come in a close second, and I think the Red Sox go deep in the playoffs once again. Blue Jays, Toronto for sure. Oh my! I think the, now the Rays. What is this? The Rays. The Rays are underloved every year, though, so they could finish in yes, that two or three spots. They do so much with nothing every year, and everyone keeps forgetting. Like, and with Wander Franco now, I just I see so much out of them. As and well. with a Rosarina still, he's going to go Red Sox uniform next year. <laughs> I, I wish I, I got, wish we get. Mookie I got Tur- I, I got Toronto. I think yeah. the Springer was um Springer was an addition this year, correct? Or was that last year? I think it was. Uh, that was a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, it's his first time playing in Toronto since they played in Buffalo all last year. So it's gonna yeah. be interesting to see how that works out. But as as I he stays healthy. true. I got Toronto, and that's why I think yeah. But you're right. I think actually I'm gonna go Tampa's gonna finish second. I think they're gonna do it again. I just think. Dang. So I'm breaking the consensus here. Uh, I got to be unbiased here, man. I, I didn't pick the Cubs to win at all. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, I know true. But yeah, all Red right. Sox when we, c- oh, I'm sorry, Tyler. What was that? I'm sorry. No, you're good. I, I think uh, Red Sox and Rays definitely wild card teams for sure. Maybe yeah. so. I th- I think we got that division got two teams in the wild card last year. Wait, did the playoff mm-hmm. expansions happen this year or next year? This year. This year. This year. Okay. So that's gonna be interesting. But yeah, we want to thank Tyler for coming on. Thank you so much, bro. I'll see you later back at the dorm. But. Uh, <laughs> Of course, when we come back, we're going to do our everyone's favorite segment, Who You Got, Bay and Jake. We're going to hang out with us in here as well. We're going to do our weekend picks for all the games. Maybe even throw in a little bit of who you think is going to win the Masters. We'll see what happens. Oh, I, I know somebody's answer. <laughs> You're listening to the Eagles Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Welcome back into the Eagles Nest here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am Daniel Locke. As alongside me, as always, Griggs Blankenberg, who I accidentally just stole the intro from. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. We've got Jacob Hillman. We've got Bay Mark still. It's like the scoreboard in the Eagles Nest hanging out. We're, well, I guess it's not one, like that. Number one sports that. show next year right here. I didn't know you could fit a scoreboard in an Eagles Nest. Well, I mean, just, big Eagles some nest. Eagles are pretty big. <laughs> yeah, I well, mean. Aria's wingspan's like six feet. You're talking to the number one sports show next year. So, oh, y'all can take it over. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, right now, I don't know if the jumbotron would fit in the Eagles' nest, though. Oh, uh, maybe pretty, even the old rusty one. The old one that. Yeah. Fun, fun facts about that. At a certain temperature, it would shut off. <laughs> and they came dangerously close many times during football games. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, through the so. September games, yeah, hot, hot, Oh, hot. boy. So, But, yeah, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. It's who you got. It's where me and Daniel give our 10 weekend picks. We're going to throw in the Masters pick, just random out of the blue, at the very end. But so far, let's run it back. Last week, Daniel went 5-5. Five and five. I went 8-2. and two. I suck. That's <laughs> like me. Right now, our picks right now are Daniel's at fifty six and forty four, and I am at sixty three and thirty seven. So I'm seven games back with about three weeks left. About th- you gotta catch up, man. 
I'm not going to catch up. Yeah. But here we go. We're going to start off with the NBA, Jacob and Bay. You can guys can say it with your picks whenever after I give it to Daniel. First game, we have the Golden State Warriors for the NBA taking on the San Antonio Spurs. This will happen on Saturday night in San Antonio. Daniel, who you got? I like both these teams a lot. They're both balling right now. Um, the Spurs are hot. They've, I think they've clinched a play on a play in spot. Everything is like already clinched now, like playing okay. except that six uh, six seven matchup between uh, I think Nuggets and the okay. Timberwolves. Got you right. Uh, I'm gonna take Golden State. I still think that the um, uh, the Spurs still have a little bit to play for. Like they don't want to be in the ten spot, and they could get above the Pelicans, uh, the Warriors. They also have a lot to play for because they're tied with the Mavericks right now, or, or I should say half a game ahead of the Mavericks. So I like the Warriors just because they have a little bit more to play for uh, than the Spurs, and they don't want to be in that four spot for sure having to play the Jazz or the Nuggets. I like Golden State. Um, I mean, I, I think it's kind of getting towards the end of the season um, to where it's starting to get playoff time, and I think Golden State's trying to work some kinks out. So I like Golden State. Yeah, I'm going to go Golden State, too. I think once Steph comes back, they'll figure it out. They're like one of the few teams that are, uh, he's not been able to play well without their star this year. We're about to talk about the other one here in a second. We have the Boston Celtics taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I think I already know who Daniel's going to pick. But, Daniel, who you got? It's 18 season. Oh, boy. All right. Jacob? Yeah, I like the Grizzlies. They're just unreal with or without jaw. I think that they have a good chance of making the conference finals this year. It's a battle of two really hot teams, and I like the home team in Memphis. I'm gonna go with Memphis too. Even though without Jaw, they're like they said like thirty, like they're like twenty and three. That's unbelievable. Every other team they showed the stats are like without the without Curry, the the Warriors are under five hundred. Without LeBron, the Lakers are under five. Well, they're under five hundred with him anyway, but <laughs> under uh, five hundred with him. Uh, and B Sixers are under five hundred. So just shows how well rounded that Memphis team is. Are they gonna be able to beat the Suns? Come. May, June, whenever the NBA ends now. I don't know, but will be fun to watch. Moving on to the NHL, we have the Colorado Avalanche taking on me and Daniel's favorite team, the Edmonton Oilers. Daniel, who you got? I hate the Edmonton Oilers so much. I'm going to have to go with Colorado. I don't buy Colorado. They're going to win another President's Cup and do nothing with it. Um, so I'm, I'm taking the Avalanche. So, yeah, y'all y'all came at us for not having NHL, and I don't follow NHL. Who has a better record? Uh, Colorado. I'm going to go with Colorado. Okay. I like them. <laughs> if Daniel likes Colorado, I like Colorado. <laughs> I'm going to go with Colorado as well. We have a consensus. <laughs> consensus. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> coming up next, we have Washington at Pittsburgh. This will also happen on Saturday night, I believe. Daniel, who you got? You know, this has overtaken Montreal and Boston for the best rivalry in the NHL right now. Hmm, yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. Because we we've played Montreal twice in like three years because we didn't play them any last year. Anyways, um, both teams are, well, this is tough. I'm going to have to go with Pittsburgh um, just because I don't really like to pick Washington because anytime I do, I lose money. So I'm going with Pittsburgh. Why is this game on ABC? Is there something special about it? They're making yeah, like they're making like they're ESPN owns the rights now. They're trying to get in. It's like a I don't, well, I see that they're all on ESPN Plus. But like, is this like a hockey push? Like, no. I mean, they bought I the hockey rights. I think they're, hockey. Get, they're getting people ready for when they for the put playoffs. the Stanley Cup Finals around. If they ABC. wanted a hockey push, it seems like it would have been Colorado and Edmonton. Since well, that's two. I'll pick Pittsburgh. Yeah, okay. it, for well, me, two, it's Ovechkin or two it's American Crosby. teams. Mm, ESPN like doesn't Crosby own the rights for Edmonton. ESPN, yeah, you're right. My bad. I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh. I just I think they said the kid. You got to trust them. 
Finally, we're moving on to the MLB before the Masters, actually. These will all be Thursday games, so these are all games that are happening today. First off, we have the Milwaukee Brewers taking on the Chicago Cubs. That game is the first game of the MLB season, and that will happen at 12.10 p.m. Central. Daniel, who you got? I'm sorry, Griggs. I just can't take the it's Cubs. Okay, I know. I'm going to go with the Brew Crew. <laughs> Corbin Burns. Yeah, I'm going to have to take him as well. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to go with Milwaukee. I'm putting on my Cubs after this one right now. <laughs> on the sole fact, I would not probably pick against the Brewers any other day, but it is Kyle Hendricks' shove day. In the the win- professor. The professor. He's throwing 86 miles an hour. He's hitting them. He's hitting the spots. They're going everywhere. He's hitting the strike zone. Well, if David Ross trusts him, then you should trust him. I trust him. I'm going with Kyle Hendricks and the Cubs. You never know what that win's going to be like at Wrigley 2 in the afternoon, so that's going to be interesting to see. But I trust the professor, and the professor hopefully trusts in me. I'm going with the Cubs. <laughs> Moving on now, let's go back. Let's got the first game ever of the Cleveland Guardians era. They're taking on Zach Greinke and the Kansas City Royals in Kansas City, Missouri. Daniel, who you got? You know, I originally had Cleveland, but I'm going to change my pick on the fly. I'm going with KC just because I don't think that Cleveland is capable of doing anything with such a ridiculous name. <laughs> well, we were talking about Greinke earlier, getting that opening day start for the Royals and I think that's going to be a little bit of added motivation for him, and I'm taking the Royals. Yeah, I think uh, bieber Grinky showdown is going to be a low-scoring um, opening day game, but as we mentioned earlier, Cleveland, this is going to be a foreshadow of their season. Yeah, I'm going to take the Royals in this one. I've, I like Grinky out just coming back. The kid returns home where he won his Cy Young after turmoil-ish he's been through in the past a little bit. I think he won. Was he with the Astros when they won it? or was he yeah. still with it? Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Royals on that one. Moving on now to an NL East matchup. We have the New York Mets taking on the Washington Nationals in Washington, D.C. Daniel, who you got? I'm really excited to see Scherzer return to D.C. I assume he's going to have the opening day start. I will check that. Hold on. I would imagine so because DeGrom's hurt. Says Tyler McGill and Patrick Corbin. Okay, never mind. Uh, I believe he's going to get the start tomorrow. He he should get the start tomorrow, right? Hold on, I'm looking. Yeah, he's get the start. He's getting the start tomorrow. So this is gotcha. not Max Scherzer today. Okay. Well, I'm still. That doesn't really change anything. I'm gonna go with the Mets. All about the Mets. Love the Mets. Love the Mets, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think the Nationals are a team that might not be that great this year, and I like the Mets a little bit better. I like the Mets. Simple as that. Our second consensus of the day. I like the Mets. Yeah, oh, I already said. I already, said, I already okay. said that with like my the Mets joke. But yeah, moving on now, we have the. Houston Astros take Asterix taking on the Los Angeles Angels in Anaheim today. Daniel, who do you got? Unfortunately, I'm going to have to take the Cheaters. Um, you can't say the name that you wrote down. for. Just call me Asterix. I cannot, I cannot say the name I wrote down, but I just hate Jose Altuve. <laughs> like, I, I kind of want to become an MLB pitcher just so I can throw at him. <laughs> That's going to take a lot of work, Daniel. I don't know if that's well, going to happen. Well, me and Will Miller are on our way to be being Braves relief pitchers. Wow. Hey, we Auburn Club Baseball had some guy get signed, so you never know. Yeah, That's a good point. Don't well, count us out, Jacob. Well, I, I'm going to pick the Angels because it's the show. It's showtime. It, it's it's show showtime. Yeah, I, I like Los Angeles, too. Otani versus Valdez. I, I hyped Valdez up earlier, but, I mean, Shohei Otani, this, one of the best players in baseball. It, it is showtime, gentlemen. And if it is not showtime this year, then it never will be. Yeah. I'm going with the Angels. Moving on now, we have the San Diego Padres taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. This game will happen in Arizona. Daniel, who do you got? Um, I'm gonna have to t- I think I'm going to have to take San Diego. I know they don't have Tatis, but they will. 
soon. I know it doesn't really matter for today, but I just don't really buy Arizona. I don't think they're going to be all that good this year, so I'm going to go with um, the Padres. It's interesting because nobody's really talking about the Padres the way they were being talked about last season. Yeah. It was it was all about the Padres last year, and this year it's just not. So I think this is the year that the Padres get in that wild card spot and maybe show something in the playoffs. So I'm picking them today as well. Yeah, I like Darvish in the start. Um, the veteran, I know he's going up against Bumgarner, but Bumgarner's kind of fallen off uh, from his San Francisco days. And I agree. I think when Tatis comes back, I think San Diego will make a push in that division, maybe finish second or third. Um, so I, I, I like San Diego. Yeah, I'm going to go with San Diego. I like Darvish in his time uh, in the Chicago. He turned it on last year dramatically better than he did in Chicago. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Darvish and the Padres. Our final baseball game of the day before we get to our Masters picks, we have the Cincinnati Reds taking on the reigning World Series champions. First time they've heard that in a while, the Atlanta Braves. Daniel, who you got? You know, I was a Braves fan before I found the Red Sox for myself. I'm always going to love that team. They'll always have a very special place in my heart. The Reds suck. I'm going to have to go with the Braves. I mean, you said, you said it. Defending world champs. It's Braves Day. (laughs) Give me the Braves. (laughs) Give me the Braves. I hyped them up earlier. I think they're going to go back to the National League Championship Series. I like them today, too. Gentlemen, fellow Braves fans in Hillman and Semi-Daniel, it is the end of the Freeman era, but today is the start of the surefire Acuna era. It's a new day. Ronald Acuna said, I'm the captain now. I'm, I'm the captain. Cap- did you see his batting practice? He said, I'm back. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm back. The, I'm the captain. Oh, that got me hyped up. I'm going the Braves. And then quickly, who, gentlemen, is going to win the Masters for each of you? Daniel, go. Rory McIlroy. You know, I actually like that pick a lot. No one's talking about him, but yeah. I do like it. But I'm going to pick Tiger Woods. Brooks Kepka. He's been hot lately. Let's go, Brooks. He's a top 10 lock. Might as well pick him to win. I'm picking. He is getting redemption from last year. He is going to do it. I'm going with the man, the myth, the legend, Will Zalatoris to win the Masters. That's a fun pick. I mean, Jordan Spieth finished second. What did he do the next year? He won the whole thing. And that will do it for our two-hour MLB preview special. We want to thank all of our guests. Let me read all the names again. We had a lot of them. We had Tyler Gray, and we had Harrison Tarr. We had Mr. Hellman himself. We had Bay Marks, and we had my roommate, Tyler Tufel. We will be back at our regular time next week, 10 to 11, for the one-hour show. Thank you so much for tuning in. For Daniel Locke, I'm Greg Splankenberg, and War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to the Eagle's Nest. We enjoyed bringing you updates on everything going on in the world of sports. If you missed any of today's show, you can catch the podcast version wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Daniel J. Locke and at the Griggsby. Until next time, this has been the Eagle's Nest. See you next week.